for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and we're going to be covering the Elden Ring release date interest is surging, uh, taking the crown on Steam. We're going to comb through that report and have a really good discussion. If you like Elden Ring and From Software coverage, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button because every Friday is From Friday, and we do Elden Ring coverage as well as my first playthrough of Dark Souls 3 recently, as well as Sekiro, and we will bring over the read direct now from the stream where we were already live and we like to put these little intros here at the beginning so if you were looking for this it's right at the beginning of the stream this is an SNTR update Elden Ring has risen to the most wish listed game on Steam taking the lead from Dying Light 2 in anticipation of the Elden Ring release date in February this is great news for fans of the franchise to see the interest surging and I wanted to bring a report to you from the gamer about this thegamer.com but I also want to talk about the growing hype and is the game overhyped uh, or what about the criticisms recently that the game has received as well as some of the armored core leaks and what that means for my theories about live service if you like these SNTR updates hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the uploads and check out SNTR gaming where I stream live so the gamer.com had this to say Elden Ring has overtaken Dying Light 2 on Steam's most wishlisted game in case you hadn't heard 2022 is pretty stacked with big releases and no and nowhere is that more clear than February whether it's Sifu Dying Light 2 Horizon Forbidden West there is plenty to play in February one game seems to be standing above the rest though and the answer probably won't come as a surprise Elden Ring as one user pointed out on Reset Era, their name being Ashen1, uh, Elden Ring has overtaken Dying Light 2 as the most wishlisted game on the platform, making the first time that it has done so since it was added to Steam back in August. So the growing hype around this game uh, is noticeable. I don't want to contribute to it. We recently addressed some criticisms and talked about some different things, and I have continued to say that I believe this is from software's magnum opus. I believe it is going to be uh, a, a game looked back on the same way we look back on Skyrim. It will be thought of as one of the greatest games ever made. Now, I don't want to overhype it and create a false sense of excitement about the game, but I'm just making these observations from the gameplay, from the embargoed gameplay that was released, as well as the technical test that allowed people to play it quite a bit and their observations and judgments about the depth and the RPG and the magic and everything else. Recently, we defended the game against criticism, people saying that the game didn't look very good. We spent about a two-hour portion of a three-hour broadcast debating what exactly does next-gen mean is is the graphical fidelity of this game up to par uh, some of us attributing that to art style differences that these are basically how from software games look uh, but uh, many people thinking that it doesn't look photo realistic enough and doesn't necessarily look like a full price game which I don't necessarily think graphics determine the price of a game however that is something that people were saying also in light of people worried about the graphics the character creator was leaked and I felt that that really showed a sharp contrast of difference between the character and graphical fidelity of Dark Souls 3 compared to where this game has come. It looks significantly better if you haven't seen that. We will be covering that in another video as well, giving you a look at it and establishing why I think that furthers my point that this is actually a very, very good looking and advanced game. It's graphically advanced compared to 
from software games up to now. Now, the live service potential that I've talked about with the scope of the game and the open world aspects of it lending itself to live service, I think that that theory is losing some of its credence for one simple reason. The leaks about Armored Core. Armored Core, built within it, I was told, has a lot of basic elements that would lend itself very, very well to a live service structure, and it would be more likely, based on Miyazaki's comments and interviews, that they want to dip their toe into live service games, that the next Armored Core would be the time that they decide to do that. I do think that does take away a little bit of the credence of my argument, meaning that Elden Ring would likely then just receive more of the classic-style DLC expansions that you're accustomed to in games like Dark Souls 3. This, I think... Uh, is is enough though to know uh, we'll know soon enough you know Elden Ring will be here and seeing the large surge of interest is definitely something to take note of so what we know now is that Elden Ring has risen to be the most wishlisted game on Steam surpassing Dying Light 2 now seemingly being the most anticipated game of February 2022 which is a jam-packed month the Game Awards definitely showed that this was going to happen given that it was the most voted two years in a row as the most anticipated game this is leading to I think a surge of interest and potentially an overhype or hype about the game this could be one of the reasons why the criticism started to arise rise about the graphics and the price point of the game we recently defended that and i'm going to point to in another video this the cut you know the, the creator the character creation that leaked really showing how strong the graphics in this game are comparatively to games like dark souls 3 let me know what you think in the comments below are you one of the people that wish listed this on steam and the graphics and the criticism where do you land on that we'd love to hear from you in the comments below As always, if you like this video over here on updates, check me out on SNTR Gaming where I stream live and hit subscribe and the bell button so I can see you in the next video. And there we go. That's it. That's the report. Pretty significant. Again, you know, my my excitement is mixed with a little bit of concern that like this is leading to, uh, you know, people that are going to be saying things like, well, it's overhyped and, you know, it, it's not worth the money. The surge of interest can cause, I think, a uh, slanted perspective on the game and the game's quality. Uh, given that it's not out yet, and we've already seen a significant amount of the gameplay. We are in a new stream, though, so make sure you switch to live chat and smash that like button. Looks like a lot of you were able to come over with the redirect, and we we greatly appreciate you doing that and spending your day with us. Uh, I'm going to come up with a poll question in a moment just to see where everybody lands on this. Uh, Elden... Let's see. Elden Ring. Do you think... It's being overhyped. Yes or no? Do you think Elden Ring, uh, do you think it's being overhyped? Whether by me, I mean, I'll admit, I I will readily admit I've been hyping this game up quite a bit, uh, referring to it as the magnum opus of From Software, saying that I think it'll be one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, that certainly is is hype. That certainly is uh, excitement. Those are pretty bold predictions that I have made. Uh, and my question to you is, do you think uh, that it is being uh, overhyped? Um, do you think people are speaking of it in too glowing of terms or anticipating it in too grand of a way uh, that maybe it's just going to be another good From Software game. From Software games are certainly uh, across a spectrum of quality. Uh, I don't think that's deniable but um, you know the question being do you think this game is going to live up to it? Do you think it's going to be as good as everybody thinks? Uh, You know 
it could very likely in some people's minds we've, we've seen people say this it's just reskin Dark Souls it's just going to be basically Dark Souls 4 I don't necessarily think that's accurate I think that's probably just in the other spectrum or the other direction of uh, cynicism and negativity I don't necessarily think that's true given the size and scope of, of the bosses and the graphics I am actually seeing the stuttering in this game too I, I'm watching a completely separate trailer I wonder uh, if it's did I, I wonder if it's my settings in Chrome did the um, did the what's it called what's where do you go use hardware acceleration when available continue running background apps when Google Chrome is closed yeah I have hardware acceleration turned off it very likely could be my Chrome is doing something maybe it just needs to be closed and restarted um, even watching just now there was a little animation scene uh, with the big the big boss guy with all the arms and uh, and he he also was um, looking a little jittery like the stuff that we saw in uh, like the stuff that we saw in the God of War footage earlier if you weren't here earlier we took a look at the God of War uh, PC gameplay footage and I'm gonna go to the same spot in this in this footage here and see if uh, if I can replicate it see if it jitters again yeah it seems to be it seems to be something with yeah it seems to be something with Windows or YouTube I don't necessarily think uh, it's it it was the gameplay in God of War maybe maybe I don't know somebody said IGN had reports about stuttering so it's getting so much attention says Abe there's no way it lives up to the amount of hype it's getting I'm sure it'd still be a fantastic game we got to keep our expectations low so we don't be disappointed. Uh, I don't think it's getting enough hype, and I think that's due to most from software games being kind of niche. Oh no, African Jedi. <laughs> uh, the games are great, but on a pedestal? What do you mean by that, Eugene? The bosses need more axes. They do. They, they need more axes. <laughs> uh... I hate when people compare Cyberpunk to Elden Ring. CD Projekt Red made one great game. From Software has made six. I, I think I would co-sign what you just said. I think From Software has a better Rolodex of games, uh, historically speaking. Uh, even from a sales standpoint, even from a commercial standpoint, From Software has got a bit, I think, a bit of a stronger record in their corner. Um, people put them on a pedestal. I mean, I will readily admit, as much as I've enjoyed becoming a new from software gamer my first playthrough of dark souls 3 we're currently working on my first playthrough of sekiro i will readily admit i really enjoy interacting with the from software community i think you guys are splendid but i think your bias can can lead to um an over defense you know i'll criticize something and there's an immediate like defense of the game um people defend the poor camera work and poor placement in small areas and they say well you just have to position yourself differently so instead of conceding that something is designed poorly or not working well it's on it's on the player to to orient yourself around it it's almost like oh my mistake i'm sorry you know i i'll i'll it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. I shouldn't have expected the camera to work well. I, I do think that in some of my criticisms when I was playing through Dark Souls 3, I picked up on that. I, I do think people tend to um, they tend to like the games and praise the games so much that criticism can be a little bit, um, you know, pushed back maybe too strongly against at, at times, at times. 
And I mean, it makes sense. I think we all do this with games that we love. I don't necessarily think that's unique to from software fans. Um, I don't. I don't think it's unique. I, th- I think it's common that people uh, defend their favorite game against criticisms. Maybe you have some blindness uh, to you have some blind spots to the you know to the to the flaws in the game, or you've just learned to eat around them. That happened in my criticisms of the Cinder fight. I had fans in the chat being like, well, just avoid, you know, just avoid that phase or just run away or whatever. And it was like, that's, that's the answer. Just run away. Um, I never played a From Software game and I'm considering Elderling as my first. Is that a mistake? I don't, um, I don't think so, Eric. I don't think it would be a mistake. Somebody asked me about it earlier, and I haven't played it yet, but based on everything I've heard and seen, I think Elden Ring will be the best and most accessible from software game to dive in fresh as a brand new player. Uh, If not Elden Ring, then probably Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3. If you can stomach the 30 FPS, I think Bloodborne is the one that most people would direct you toward. Um, or, Or Dark Souls 3. But if, if if you wait for Elden Ring, I think you'll be fine. I, and as I said earlier to Sandy about it, the game's going to knock your teeth in. It, they're, they're designed to do that. You'll play for about an hour and be like, I don't get what, what all the fuss is about. And then you're going to face a boss and understand. Um, From Software Games will have a smoother runway for experienced players because they kind of understand um, what to look for and, and how to break down you know, enemy animations and how to mitigate or dodge damage. Like they understand how to do that. And, and you'll be, you'll be less adept. You'll be less experienced. Uh, start with Sekiro sink or swim. Now don't be cruel Lambert. Gemini Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Start with Sekiro and, uh, do your best just to beeline to Madam Butterfly. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. <laughs> that, uh, that is cruel. Three will let you understand the customization part of the game and how it makes the game easier. I love Bloodborne, but since getting a PS5, it's just unplayable. Uh, it needs a 60 FPS patch. Bad. Oh, I, I would love that. I would love to play through Bloodborne since it's a fan favorite. Um, I would really, really like that. Brutal says, It seems to me Elden Ring is going to be the first from software experience for a lot of people. Then I think they will. Uh, the, the hype will be met. It has been a long while since there has been a mainstream hard game. Y- yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree. It hasn't been... I think Jedi Fallen Order was the last mainstream game that was described as being pretty tough and being hard. Jedi Fallen Order wasn't 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 as hard as a Souls game. Now, you could make it as hard as like a Sekiro or a Souls game if you want. You can make it pretty dadgum brutal. But I think even at the normal setting, a lot of people were saying like Jedi Fallen Order was pretty tough. Returnal was, was I would consider to be a pretty mainstream popular game that everybody talked about, and one of the headlines was that it was really challenging. It was very hard. Um, I think some of that's related to the fact that it was a rogue more so than related to the fact that, like, it, 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 it was hard, but, I mean, Sekiro... Yeah, you got to remember that Sekiro won Game of the Year and was, and was, and was very popular and did well. Like, it sold well two and a half years old so you know it has been a while though um i don't know it's been a long while since there's been a mainstream hard game i mean two and a half years is you know that's that's actually kind of a long time ago considerably considerably 
Uh, Fallen Order on the hardest difficulty was okay till the very end. What Thrilla or whatever her name is? Yeah, I don't, her fight's nuts. I went from normal to hard. I never went to the hardest level of Jedi Fallen Order, and I didn't like her fight. It was annoying. The rest of the game was very manageable at the harder difficulties. It was very enjoyable, but her fight was just a nut. It was not nice. <laughs> I did not like it. Uh, personally my first Souls game was Dark Souls 1 so it was nice to see the combat get quicker and less bullshit (laughs) yeah I've actually heard that Dark Souls 2 is the one with all the cheap stuff in it Uh, CR3D says who is getting Horizon instead of both that's actually pretty interesting so the Elden Ring release date is a week after Horizon so CR3D wants to know how many of you are going to get Horizon Forbidden West instead of getting both, or how many of you are opting to do that. I bet a lot of people are. I bet a lot of people are going to get Horizon instead of Elden Ring. Eugene says, I won't play Elden Ring until the summer. Yeah, he'll wait for the wikis. <laughs> I thought Fallen Order was too easy. Almost every fight I ended with me just force shoving enemies off the map. Um... If you build yourself properly in Fallen Order, you can you can be a little um, you can be a little force griefy. You know, you can kind of grief the enemies with the force. Um, I'll get Horizon this summer. I don't give a crap about Horizon. So Wheezy doing the opposite of Eugene. Um, Horizon isn't online, so best to play uh, and wait for later. Horizon can wait. It's just a story, no multiplayer. Uh, I'm getting both, says Jamer, but that means I only have a week to beat Horizon. I think you can beat Horizon in a week if you if you plug away at it. You know, you'd have to do some lengthy play sessions probably to get to get a good chunk of the way through. I'm Horizon only. Elden Ring doesn't appeal to me, says Travis. Okay, well, thanks for being here, even though Elden Ring doesn't appeal to you. Thanks for being a part of the stream today. If I get two games in February, it's Dying Light and Elden Ring. Now that's a mix. That is a mixture, sir. How many of you would like to see me do some Dying Light 2 gameplay launch date? I mean, just just one session. I wouldn't play it to completion. Just one session to show it off. How many of you would like that? Because today is the today is the From Software crowd. You guys are very loyal and very awesome. Summer is Dawnbreak. Brutal says exactly. I can't express it well in text, but so many games with microtransactions are built to cater to you. Uh, I don't think. I'm alone in craving something different. Reductionist because of space. I understand what you're saying, Brutal. I do. Okay, so we got a yes, please. This guy, me. Elden Ring pre-order gang, says Ataku Gamer. Yeah, how many's pre-ordered? Hands up for Dying Light. Dying Light. I'd like to see an intro session. Yes. Uh, 500 hour stream? No, no, no. I'll watch anything once. I'll, I'll hold you to that, Zubair. I need you to go to Google, and I need you to type two girl... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd check it out. Okay, okay. Mithrax says, Dying Light, meh. It'd be interesting. Me, it'd be good. Uh, I never played Horizon, so I don't know if the game's good or not, but I don't know if my PC could handle it. Well, Horizon Forbidden West is not... Oh, you're talking about Zero Dawn. Um, What are your PC specs, uh, Adam Master? Horizon Zero Dawn was originally built for the PlayStation 4, so your PC would have to be pretty dadgum weak to not be able to run it, because the PlayStation 4 is super old uh, equipment. I've seen it. Worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm also waiting on Horizon. Elden Ring first, says Gritter. Got it, got it. So Elden Ring release date, 
A lot of you are opting to say, no, I'm diving into Elden Ring. I'm not. I'm going to wait on Horizon. A lot of you guys are saying that. Elden Ring pre-order, yes, says Scott. We all know Zubair has seen that. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Elden Ring looks like a PlayStation 3 game, bro. Go back and play a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah, why does Elden Ring look like a PlayStation 3 game? I, I, I don't know if I ever played a PlayStation 3 game uh, that... Uh, hang on, let me get this. Let me get this going here. I, I don't think I ever played a PlayStation 3 game that looked like this. <laughs> I just... I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> like, look at the detail and the lighting. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That jittering is literally my, my computer. I gotta figure out what that is. I just recently updated the drivers and maybe I need to reboot the computer. I, you know, that's That's possible. Uh, the Jeep, the GPU is staying, is staying cool. It's not, it's not like I'm, I'm having performance issues or something with the PC. Uh, we might, we might need a reboot after those driver updates. Just YouTube videos are just stuttering. That's not gameplay. Oh, that's not gameplay. That's in engine. That's in engine footage, homie. That's literally the model in the game coming at him. They just showed him. That's in a, this here, here's, here's gameplay. Here we go. What what PlayStation Three? Uh, what PlayStation Three games were you playing that looked like this? Look at the animations. Look at the lighting on the flowers and the reflection on the stone underneath. <laughs> what what PlayStation Three game did you play that looked like this? Right, man. Were what what did you do? Did you have games from the future that you were able to play on your PlayStation Three? <laughs> I'm a 3D artist. That boss is composed of more polygons than the entire Dark Souls levels. <laughs> statement holds no water. Yeah, that statement holds about as much water as like a baby's hand. Like, come on. There's so much intricacy in these games that wasn't there in old games. Uh, oof. Does the PlayStation 3... S- <laughs> I almost read that, Eugene. I almost read that out loud. <laughs> you must really love your PlayStation 3. Does it do these things as well? <laughs> the hyper... The hyperbole. <laughs> the hyper... The hyperbole I said it wrong and now I can't shake it the hyperbole is in full swing today <laughs> somebody needs some lacing I just got into the Soulsborne series two weeks ago I seriously can't wait oh that's awesome that's awesome I'm new as well I'm new to the series if you're a from software fan you're in for a treat uh, every Friday is from Friday and we talk about uh, from software games and I'm working through my very first play session of Sekiro I just recently did my first playthrough of Dark Souls 3 now and I know it's Thursday I know it's Thursday but there's been too many Elden Ring things to cover and it it rose to the top of the Steam wish list uh, unseating D- Dying Light 2 so Elden Ring release date interest is rising and uh, we thought it would make a good conversation so welcome in and we want to know we want to know take the poll at the top of the chat do you think Elden Ring is being overhyped you know rising to the top of the wish list pre-orders people really anticipating it that obviously is coming from some element of hype. I'm, I'm not saying that there's a lot, uh, but some element uh, of hype is happening. Um, imagine buying a PlayStation 5 
and playing a PlayStation 3 game like Elden Ring. Imagine just continuing to assert the same thing and when pushed back on and asked to give an example of what games look like this on your PlayStation 3, you don't do it. You just dial in another assertion. We appreciate you conceding the fact that you don't have an argument. You're just a troll. I subbed for From Friday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Hello. I also got into Soulsborne games a few months ago after playing Demon Souls on PlayStation 5. I played every Souls game apart from Dark Souls 2 since. Well, just avoid Dark Souls 2, right, (laughs) Chad? Just avoid that one. You're okay. You're okay to skip that uh, one from what I have heard. (laughs) It apparently has got a lot of of cheap nonsense in it. (laughs) Uh, The system requirements for Elden Ring on PC is out. Really? I've not seen that yet. I think we would have covered that. Would we not? Maybe we didn't. I wish I could watch, but I haven't played Sekiro yet. Yeah, if you haven't played, I understand. I understand. Ashton says, no. Oh, here come the purists. Here come the purists. They're like, don't skip Dark Souls 2. I actually played Dark Souls 2. It's not as bad as people said, especially the DLC. Don't avoid 2. I unironically love Dark Souls 2. Search for Demon Souls on PlayStation 3 and you will get an idea of the difference. Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's 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 do a comparison here. Let's do a comparison. Uh, let's see here. Demon Souls PS3 gameplay. Let's take a look here. Let's take a look. Um, here's nine years ago. This is nine years ago. <laughs> Hang on. What resolution? Okay, he's got it at 720. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks, it actually looks better than I expected. But just look at the flat foliage on the wall look at the textures on the rocks (laughs) look at the water there's no reflections on the water here's your playstation 3 game yeah dude elden ring looks like a playstation 3 game really shut the frick up you don't know what you're talking about look at this in comparison in comparison you are out of your head it's look at the fire <laughs> yeah here comes hell you come back over here you're like am I playing this on a freaking game boy <laughs> what what is this what is happening look at it look at it chat <laughs> you are a straight fool if you think Elden Ring looks like this you are an absolute fool you are a straight fool <laughs> Foy, fo- foliage 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 Foli- foliage look at the foliage Ch- shut up okay <laughs> I hate that word because it's not foliage it's foliage you're supposed to say foliage right let's look it up let's look it up let's get a pronunciation here let's get it chat we gotta pause the music. Here we go. Foliage. 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 Why does she have? Why does she have to sound so smug? Who did they get to record that? It sounds like she's judging me. Picture her. She's got her arms crossed and she's like, idiot. Foliage. Foliage. <laughs> I feel so judged by her. <laughs> 
I feel judged. Foliage. It's not foliage. It's foliage. Look at where the eye is. <laughs> I wrap my sandwich in foliage. <laughs> Why wouldn't a computer voice be smug? <laughs> foliage is not the same as foliage. It's they're different words. One is made up. Foliage? Foliage. There's the I is after the L. She sounds smug because she has to teach some dum-dums on how to say foliage. (laughs) If you're just tuning in uh, and you're interested in Elden Ring, we want to hear from you. We are always happy to meet From Software fans. Every Friday is From Friday, so look forward to tomorrow. I got another Elden Ring topic for you and potentially Sekiro gameplay. I'm working my way through Sekiro for the very first time. Just recently beat Dark Souls 3 for the first time, so I'm very new to the franchise and looking forward to Elden Ring, and I I look forward to playing it on stream and journeying with you through it. We're asking a question, though. We are asking a question. Do you think the game is overhyped? It recently overtook... Uh, Dying Light 2 on Steam. It is Steam's most wishlisted game. So the Elden Ring release date, the interest is surging for it. And I'm just curious, take that vote at the top of the chat. It's a 70-30 split. Most people are like, no, it's not overhyped. Now, I have hyped it up quite a bit. Okay, I've hyped it up quite a bit. I'm not a From Software fanboy. I am not. I'm very new to these games. But I have hyped it up quite a bit, saying that I believe that Elden Ring will be their magnum opus. I believe this will be looked back on as one of the greatest games ever made. I think it'll 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 earn it'll earn the prestige of uh, the likes of what we say about Skyrim, right? Overhyped. So let me define overhyped. That's a good question. Overhyped would mean it's being it's being preemptively praised and looked forward to in a in a uh, in a um an inordinate amount. Okay, so let's imagine that there is a game coming out from the Nintendo Switch where you know uh you know it's it's housemaid simulator and you can play as a housemaid okay um if if that game was being talked about and just like it's going to be the greatest game ever made it's going to be it's going to be otherworldly people would be like you're really overhyping housemaid simulator right <laughs> so if it's an inordinate amount of praise and 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 hyperbole and language about it that would be overhyped right Yo, Deva says, watching from India, Elden Ring will be my first Souls game. It'll be your first Souls game? Thank you for the 40... I don't know what that... That's 54 cents. <laughs> I don't know what currency is that. Is that a rupee? Are that, did, did I just get 40 rupees? I don't think I've ever been paid in that currency before. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you, 40 rupees is 54 cents. American, so that's awesome. How about boyfriend simulator, <laughs> housemaid simulator? <laughs> Listen, don't get dirty with it. I was just trying to come up with something that would be not that exciting, right? In a manner disproportionate to its eventual quality. Thank you, lawyer in the house. Thank you, Zubair. If it is hyped in a manner that is disproportionate to its eventual quality, cyberpunk being a great example that people are giving in chat. Way overhyped. No Man's Sky original release was way overhyped. I don't want to have that debate today. Um, 
I just started playing Souls games, says Knights, and I'm having a hard time with Sekiro because I'm stuck with the sword and board style. It's a tough transition. What you need to do, Knights, is go back and watch my Sekiro playthrough and watch part three. I think it's part three. Is it part three, chat? Where I go from being close to quitting uh, and I end the play session by meeting Madam Butterfly my second try. It clicks, right? That's a great play session to show how it clicks. Like, what happened? What advice did I get? Like, what changed? Um, That's a really good... That's a good video to start with. I think it's part three. I actually am curious. I want to make sure I'm telling you right. I believe if you want to see somebody get won over by Sekiro, although last week I was was raging about it again, um, I have a love-hate relationship with Sekiro. I have a love-hate relationship with Sekiro. I believe it's part three um, where we end... Yeah, 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 yeah. I end and I whoop her. I whoop her. Episode three of my Sekiro gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great episode to check out because I go from being very, very close to being like, I don't know if I can really continue. It's not clicking um, to I whooped her like second try. Um, And so Eugene said some things and someone else in chat said some things and all of a sudden everything clicked. And now I'm at the owl and I want to freaking punch him in the gonads. I'm very angry at him. Uh, Because he's going to make me dodge a bunch, and I don't want to dodge a bunch. I don't want to dodge a bunch. I want to parry. But the owl is, uh, he's not a samurai. He is a shinobi, and he's going to make things very, very painful for me. Um, So, only the last boss is hard. Are you still here? What, Johnny? I apologize. I I forgot you were there. (laughs) You may go now. gonna make you get good that's right dark souls 2 easy mode caster plus uh the rapier yeah i've heard uh there's some crazy builds that you can do in some of those titles that make them a lot easier i've heard that oh gosh father al's incredible Oh, I already don't like him. We're going to have words. (laughs) I don't like him. We're going to have words tomorrow, he and I. As a Final Fantasy Destiny guy, I'm wondering if I could get into From Software games. Here's my advice to you, Mike, on the mic. If you're unsure on whether or not you could get into From Software games, play Jedi Fallen Order on hard. Don't go to the hardest difficulty. Play Jedi Fallen Order on hard. And if you can't get into that game, there's no hope for you in From Software games. But I believe that Jedi Fallen Order is probably a gateway game. Like a gateway drug. It's a gateway game or a catalyst game that if you can get into that, right? You can you can get into you can get into uh, From Software games. I like your streams, but I don't have to agree with you. You don't. You just seem like you're trolling. I thought you, I thought you were a troll. If you're sticking around because you like my streams, then then uh, then welcome, welcome. I mean, if you're gonna say really goofy things from time to time and give us all a laugh, you know, as we as we disagree with you, then you know you're free to stick around. You you your YouTube account is almost ten year, is over ten years old. So you didn't just make it the other day to come in here and be a jerk. So I suppose you're not a troll. Maybe maybe you just like to say trollish things. 
as a From fanboy, is it worth playing Jedi Fallen Order? If you're a Star Wars fan, yeah. Oh my, it's a great, it is a really great game. It's got a great story. Um, you're not going to find the combat all that challenging. You're going to want to up the difficulty. You'll, as if you're a From Software fan, you're going to want to take it all the way to the end, like to the highest, to the highest difficulty. Um, you're not, <laughs> how do I check how old my account is? You got to go to like your own YouTube profile and you go to the about page. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it for the rest of you. Some of the community don't like or they hate Dark Souls 2 because the soul memory mechanic and the fact that Miyazaki didn't direct it. Huh. I recently started checking out Returnal. That game is brutal. Returnal doesn't hold back. If you're just tuning in, we want to hear from you. We have a poll at the top of the chat. Do you think Elden Ring is being overhyped? It has recently had a rise in the the Elden Ring release date interest is rising. It has surpassed Dying Light 2 on the Steam most wishlisted uh, list. And so we love hearing from From Software fans. Tomorrow we'll have From Friday. It's a weekly ritual where we cover a From Software topic in the morning. And then I've been working my way through, for the very first time, through Sekiro. Recently beat Dark Souls 3 for the very first time. So we love welcoming in From Software fans. Hit subscribe and the bell button. We do all sorts of coverage. This morning we did a breakdown of God of War PC gameplay. We'll be checking that out tomorrow as well. And so I am a safer work broadcaster. I might I might do minor swearing when I play Sekiro. I try not to, but sometimes I get pretty irritated. Uh, but generally throughout the week I'm safe for work people throw me on in the background like video game radio so be sure to hit subscribe smash that like button if you're enjoying today's show and topic i love seeing such a big turnout for topics like this and this game is going to be i think very special both for from software fans but i think it's gonna be very special for us uh seriously stop eating dorito chip dipped in tomato salsa now i want to eat that i'm sorry i have to have my lunch a little bit right Dark Souls 2 was originally supposed to be open world. They actually canceled the project due to the technical issues and time constraints. Really? Duck uh, Duck Shuffler says, I got into From Software maybe three years ago. I've been addicted ever since and I'm frothing at the mouth for Elden Ring. How are you going to approach the, your first playthrough, Duck? I I like asking people this because I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go sword and board. Very basic sword and board, first playthrough. And then I'm going to want to do all the magic, like second playthrough. I'm finding a lot of people saying that, and I'm curious uh, what others are going to do. <clears throat> Dark Souls 2 was also supposed to have a lot of time travel in it. Really? Huh. Oka Fred says, watching everything from Elden Ring has me wondering how the story will be compared to the other games. George R.R. R. Martin could bring some great, uh, could bring some story elements, but I'm wondering if it'll feel more driven. I'm going to tell you right now, it feels like it's going to be next to Sekiro, probably the most story driven of the bunch. Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 aren't, the, aren't all that story driven. I mean, it's there, but it's not in your face. I think Elden Ring is going to have more story elements more consistently in your face similar to the way that Sekiro did. Yeah. <clears throat> Barrier's gonna go Battle Mage. 
Duck, uh, Duck Shuffler says, I always prefer my giant tank build heavy armor, heavy uh, heavy AF sword, and just obliterate everything. There you go. Personally, I want to make a Nero Chaos Summoner build. Sword and board is the early path for that. <clears throat> I'm going to do a faith strength build first playthrough. Personally, I read that. And uh, Elden Ring magic builds look like they're fun. I'm going to go into Elden Ring and focus on using a spear. <laughs> Naked with a big stick, says uh, Lambert. Title of your... Um, I actually highly recommend playing Dark Souls 1 first and then play them in order. So Dark Souls 1, then 2, then 3, since it's very satisfying to see the quality improve. Unfortunately, I started with Dark Souls 3. Um, mix of class, sword, and range as a coup de papa. Found that range always helps in Souls games. Oh, they do. I can't. I hate ranged enemies in these games. They're so they're so trollish. They always put them in really annoying spots, and you're trying to do something, and you're like, "Get out of here!" I'm going the only real way, says uh, Arancer Darkhand. Dex, Assassin, Bow, and Do Wield. Only magic I'm going to use is things like the Invisible or Silent Steps. Huh. People say Elden Ring is Dark Souls two two. I've not heard that. I've heard that it's just the next Dark Souls. That's what a lot of people say. I'd have to disagree. If you're a new player, definitely start with Dark Souls 3. Tronald, that's what everybody told me to do, and so that's what I did. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, you found it, Zubair? August of 2006. There you go. You're going to go with a gun build? Which You're going to go with the machine gun? I'm a sucker for magic, so definitely going to go for some sort of magic build at first, says Sorcerer of Havoc. Well, with a name like Sorcerer of Havoc, I'm actually very shocked you would go with magic. That's That doesn't seem like... That doesn't seem like it fits your personality. <laughs> I haven't researched it yet, says Josh. But I, if I can play stealthy, cast a range. You can play stealthy from what I gather, from what I've seen. Yes, yes, you can. Um, I'm trying to finish Dark Souls 3, New Game Plus 7, and Sekiro before the release. I'm halfway through New Game 6. Man, you are, you are a, you are a gamer. Dimitri says, I want to go to 100% caster for my first Elden Ring playthrough. Give me all the OP skills, spells, to make the game easier. Huh. There you go. I think Lona would love Pyromancer. I've been told that many times. I'm going to go straight for Power Stance with Strength. Magic actually looks fun in Elden Ring. Never done magic. I Yeah, I always strayed away from magic because people be like, you can do a magic build and this fight's like 10 times easier. And I was like, I don't want to do a magic build. I like going in with a sword and just hacking them down to ribbons. There's something, there's something, there's something primal about it, you know? I appreciate the different personal rules people take into games. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like doing magic. I just want to do the primal sword and board, you know? Eugene says, magic looks boring. No satisfaction staying back and running away like a little... (laughs) Dark Souls 2 DLC, you could see the paths they intended to take in Dark Souls 3. Hmm. Full bricked out strength build, dual wielding kite shields. (laughs) Does Elden Ring even have a spear? I honestly don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you. 
Um, it's when the guy's up on the ledge, he gets it out, right? Uh, people might call these javelins. He's got two of them here. Those might be... No, he's got... He, I think he has a spear slash javelin in his right hand, and he's got a caster in his left. So, yeah, there, there are, there's some element of, like, a spear or slash javelin. Um, would a javelin be ranged, though, and be thrown? I think he uses this, javelins of light, but I think he uses this, as, and he stabs with it later on, does he not? Because his, his left... Yeah, so there he's casting. Now he's got his shield out. Yeah, and he's stabbing with that. Yeah, he's running. He's running like a, like a javelin and a and a shield. So yeah, I mean that would be essentially a a spear. <laughs> Zubair, you guys can't say that without explaining why you're saying that. You can't just throw that word into chat and expect new people to understand. My gosh, that looks ra- <laughs> golly frick, you guys. <laughs> you guys are so. You guys are so ornery. <laughs> So ornery. Do you think there will be sequels to Elden Ring? And if so, do you think FromSoft will add new mechanics with each sequel, such as climbing, similar to Breath of the Wild? Well, that's a good question. It's a spear. Javelins are ranged. Yeah, so you would call that a spear. That's right. You throw a javelin. Um, you can do wield spears in Elden Ring. Well, double the <laughs> bunch of idiots. Can somebody give chat a too long didn't read about why spears are that? It's a joke from the other day. Nobody's actually claiming that spears are that. Oh my word. Let me answer the question. You know, do I think that there'll be sequels uh, from Psalms of Oblivion? I have consistently said that the the way they've built it with open world and the impression that I get is there's going to be live service elements to Elden Ring that it'll be ongoing. One of the theories that I have put forth is the Elden Ring story. We are seeking the Elden Ring. It's been shattered into pieces and we're going to we're going to go get these runes from all these bosses and we're going to reforge it. I believe when we reforge it this land has been thrown into sort of an eternal war because of the demigods. If we're killing the demigods, getting the runes and reforming the and reforming the Elden Ring, I feel like New Game Plus will be a genuinely different experience where the world changes, okay? When that happens, that I believe could open up the runway for live service elements. They would do new sections of the map that open and if you go and interact with them in new game plus uh it changes the the nature of the game or the map and things like that so you could still always have a vanilla run through anytime you want with a new character or if you're a brand new player you could start and play through beat all of the demigods get all the runes reforge the 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 elden ring roll over in the new game plus and start enjoying all the live service elements this is all theory that i'm coming up with based on story and the elements of what we have seen right elden ring is not a physical ring it's a representation of a crown and how the line's been broken 
Right, but it being broken cast these runes, and these runes are being used by demigods, and the and the and the world is stuck in an, in a stalemate war. Basically, I believe we're gonna change that. This stalemate war will end. We will become the Elden Lord or the Elden King or what's it called? We're gonna become an Elden Lord, and I think that'll change things, and it'll be ongoing. I don't think those. This is all my theory. Okay, people hate this theory. They don't like me saying this, but Miyazaki did say they were interested in doing live service things in in their games. And what they would do then is it'd be ongoing. There would be no Elden Ring two. The world of Elden Ring would go on with with additions and updates more so than you got in like Dark Souls three. That's my theory. If you want a Forever Souls, I think you need to figure out how to do Chalice Dungeons better. Who's to say that the dungeons in the game don't turn into that on New Game Plus? You're going to roll the game over, and things could potentially change, because if you reforge the Elden Ring, defeat all the demigods, and the the war ends, well then what's going to happen in that power vacuum? I don't know. The map might change. The enemies that used to be there are no longer there. The mini-bosses that used to be there are no longer there. Like, the game would change in New Game Plus. All of this is theory. All of this is theory. Based off of the uh, the story trailer, and I see them building a game. Uh, I, I see them building a game that is that is far bigger than just another Souls game. Yeah, Elden Ring changed invasions. You can only be invaded if you have another player uh, summoned with you. That's right. That's right. Um. <clears throat> that is correct. So, people don't like my people do not like my live service theory. Um, they don't. But that's 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 what I, I think. Play the story trailer for the audience. No, I'm good. <clears throat> El- live service man Elden Ring 2 is going to be pay to win <laughs> uh. so if you could run them forever but they weren't great oh you could run them forever but they weren't great because the architecture they pulled from led to a lot of similar looking experiences right like randomly generated dungeons sure 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 I would picture it being quite a bit different like so think of it this way Picture the map and regions of the map where there's enemy types, mini bosses, and big bads. Big bosses, right? And in uh and and once you go to New Game Plus and you've taken out the demigods and reforged the 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 Elden the Elden Ring, you would replay the game as an Elden as an Elden Lord. Now you're in charge of like the region and new new threats would come in. So, so many bosses and bosses and enemy types would all be different all across the map. Now, what Panoptic is saying, and I admitted this this morning, the the leaks about Armored Core, if they if From Software wants to dabble in live service, I have been told this, Armored Core would be much better suited for it given some of the things in the game, right? 
I don't think live service is bad for the industry at all. And Miyazaki has indicated that they want to take a stab at live service game. They've, they've, he's, he's indicated that in an interview. So. And I've had people say that Armored Core would be, would be, would be more suited for it. No one's saying make the game more like Destiny. There are plenty of live service games that aren't like Destiny. Like, I don't know, Elder Scrolls Online. Like, you know, what they're doing with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What their plans are for AC Infinity. Um, Ongoing live service supported games that have their world and stories expanding beyond the vanilla story. Doesn't have to be traditional DLC, but it also has to doesn't, it doesn't have to be seasonal Destiny content either. There are other there are other forms of live service that we don't need to be scared of as if it's the devil underneath underneath a rock. What would the battle pass be like? Live service doesn't necessitate a battle pass, my friend. Like you see what I'm saying? Now, I want you to imagine. Diablo 3 has done something very cool, has it not, with a seasonal character? Imagine booting up a seasonal character. And when you boot up a seasonal character, you get to play a a post-war Elden Ring. So the world and the map is different, and it's different in accordance to whatever that season is. And that seasonal character starts, and you get to have the new game experience, you get to do all this stuff, maybe there's some unique world bosses for that season, and you go and you do all that, and maybe you get some really, really dope, like, customization items to make any characters you make in the future look dope. Um... You know, you get to earn all this amazing stuff. So, anytime you make a future character, you can like unlock those things. Kind of like what they're doing in No Man's Sky, where you run an expedition, and if you do all the challenges, you get these really cool cosmetic unlocks that you can hand off to your main character. Right? They could do something like that. There, there are so many options that that, that, that would that would allow you to have like a really fun and ongoing experience with Elden Ring. Who would have thought when 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 Diablo 3 landed what, 11 years ago or whatever it is that they'd have some really successful ongoing seasonal model with a loot system that is highly praised like who would have thought that Diablo 3 it's taken in, in this planet no it's not it's a, it's 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 one of the most praised ongoing models the loot 2.0 system is is hailed as a giant success in a loot-based ongoing game. You you're 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 out of your head if you don't think Diablo 3 has made great strides for live service games. It could be achieved with an expansion pack. It's a good idea, but we know that's how it goes. Sure, 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 sure. I am not saying it's going to happen. I'm simply saying it's possible and here's the ways that they could do it. Here, here are the ways that they could do it. And they could. You're right. 100%. You are correct. They could do it through DLC, and it could be just as awesome. You know. I look at this game, and I see Elden Ring built for much more longevity than a couple DLCs. That's what I see. I see something being built to last. Does that make sense? It doesn't feel like something that's built to be a contained experience with a couple of DLCs. I see something greater here right someone is someone greater than solomon is here <laughs> like i see something greater here there's something bigger than just like another dark souls you know 
Live service isn't inherently bad. It's the way that the BS money hungry companies have implemented the bare minimum whenever they release new content. Of course, sure, sure, sure. Listen, there are plenty of games that are getting it right and doing good jobs, like doing a good job with it. There are plenty of games that have done very, very good work in the live service realm. You don't have to do a battle pass or a loot 2.0, right? There's plenty of things they could do. It'd be awesome for DLC missions, but you could have them also populate the main world after New Game Plus. That's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to, like, we're, we're going to get these runes, beat these demigods, and reforge the Elden Ring, and that's not going to have an impact on the game world? It's an open world game, and the conclusion is going to be, what? Well, you can go do New Game Plus and do it all over again? I don't know about that. That seems rather odd. That doesn't seem like a crescendo. That seems like a, an odd loop. Congratulations. <laughs> the the stalemate war can end. And then and then what? Bad take on AC Valhalla by the way. That game is boring. How is that a bad take? It's boring to you, but it doesn't mean it's not being incredibly successful. They found it to be so successful they decided to do a live service Assassin's Creed game as their next game. I think AC Valhalla is impacting other games. I think Ghost of Tsushima is investigating live service and they're doing it with their rivals and their legends free mode that well you can buy it separately but they gave it to free to people who own the vanilla game. I, I think that Ghost of Tsushima is experimenting with live service right now and I think it's been heavily influenced by AC Valhalla. These things are influencing the market. Pretending that they're not is is not going to change the fact even if you don't like it. AC Valhalla is, 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 has been a huge success for them. Just wait till their Ragnarok thing drops. It's looking very promising. I think an Elden Ring live service would be a subtle mechanical change that shakes the build variety around. That would be amazing to bring us back every couple of months. Or just add weapons, add starting characters. I don't know, you know. The point being, it's a never-ending cycle these worlds are kind of stuck in. Um, that's the same story in All Souls though save the world, uh, new game it's all crap again the point being it's a never ending cycle well and you could still do that even once you're an Elden Lord or you've reforged the Elden Ring or whatever, you could still do that you could still be like well now there's a, it creates a power vacuum and all these other nasty things show up because you got rid of the demigods but boy oh boy did you anger these people or that guy over there or whatever and they all come storming in like that that certainly could play a part right I mean every time I talk about it like look, look what happened we, I drove like I drove like 50 people away talking about live service from software fans are very much opposed to it they don't like the idea they think it's a they think it's a very bad idea they're not they are not a fan of it you know I think there's a lot of great ways that it could happen if you are just tuning in we'd love to hear from you make sure and smash the like button let's set our sights on 200 likes as the next milestone and plenty of votes in the poll it's doing very well do you think Elden Ring is being overhyped today we're talking about the Elden Ring release date the interest is surging. It has just become the most wishlisted game on Steam, surpassing Dying Light 2. And so we're asking the question, do you think it's being overhyped? And now we're kind of taking considerations of how the game would be ongoing. Psalms of Oblivion asked me if I thought there'd be a sequel uh, DLCs or an Elden Ring 2.
I've been disappointed by previous live service failures. I'd be, uh, I would just be cautious. Do you think a live service Elden Ring could ruin the base experience or would it be purely New Game Plus? You would want to protect and retain, you would want to protect and retain the vanilla experience. You would never want to corrupt that. If somebody comes and plays the game six months later, you would want them to be able to enjoy the base game and not be like, oh man, I missed out. I, I missed out on the opportunity. You know, the, the, the game has changed or, you know, we're in season two or three. No, 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 no. You'd never want to do that. You'd want to protect the vanilla experience pretty significantly. I think something's happening on YouTube, personally. Are you guys having to refresh or trouble? We Something is going on. We are... I don't think this is genuine. I think we're. I think YouTube's having some trouble. Um, that's where they could implement their map fragments really well. Treat it like my, uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne. That would be cool. Yeah, I think live service has just become a dirty word, and people don't necessarily understand that live service doesn't mean like battle pass, season pass. Every three months, you get mediocre crap, right? Chat stuttering for me. Yeah, we're just hemorrhaging viewers. I don't think it's genuine because we were at a, we were on, we were on an absolute climb, and now something's going on. I think YouTube's acting up. Uh, how about a larger, more chaotic arena mode? Say five v five PvP would be pretty awesome. Generally, to me, and this has been um, my theory, PvP is best left in the hands of the community. I don't think they should try and like force it or try and come up with stuff for uh, for PvP. AWS is having issues. It's affecting us at work. It might be causing YouTube issues as well. Yeah, I mean, we just lost like 70 people in the span of a few minutes. That doesn't happen on YouTube. You lose people slowly, like in, like this. We're just like, boom, like we just dropped like a freaking rock. And usually that means YouTube's having problems. His idea is great, like, go to the base game, end the base game, reforge the ring, then new game plus, you keep the story, Elden Lord, same world, new things, then you uh, then you fail, you go back in time, prevent the shattering. Oh, see, yeah, there's so many things you could do with that, like, it would be awesome. Yeah, base game's protected, you, none of that happens until you, in, until you roll the game over, exactly. You're, tra- you're tracking with where I'm going. I was kicked completely, says Clap for you. Okay, yeah. I thought, I could tell. I was like, what is going on? I thought maybe it was because I brought up live service, but typically live service just brings healthy debate, not people immediately leaving. Um, I think Elder Ring should stay as it is with a couple of DLCs. New Game Plus being about different endings, collecting items, taking on the same bosses with new skills and stats is the experience of those games, though. Live service corrupts that. No, it doesn't. Because you could have two paths. You could have New Game Plus, just regular old New Game Plus, and you could have Elden Lord New Game Plus. Which do you want to do? Right? What do you want to do? Do you want to go back and just play the game again with your new skills and try out the bosses and try out the world on its, you know, New Game Plus 1 or whatever? Maybe maybe you do that and you do enough New Game Pluses then you're like, okay, I want to try New Game Plus Elden Lord now. I, I, that's basically part two of the game where you you roll the game over and now but, but you're rolling it over as an Elden Lord and the effect of the war ending and the effect of you reforging the Elden Ring is is now in is now in play. 
So you could you you don't have to necessarily depart from what people are accustomed to. Well, I wanted to go back through and play all those bosses again and go to all those regions again with all my new abilities. You know, I really thought it was going to take the Elden Ring gameplay, you know, up a notch. Well, sure. You you could you could do that. You don't have to get rid of that if if people would still really really want that. But I think there's something incredibly cool about well, you reforged it. The runes have been recaptured. The demigods are dead. The war is over, right? There's the flaw. There's a high change there that would be an ending where you will not reforge. Oh, there's a high... You said there's a high chance that there's an ending where you don't reforge the Elden Ring. Sure. Yeah. There. Yeah, that could happen too. You could have alternate endings and then that's another reason to do New Game Plus. Um, you know, that's certainly a possibility as well. That they that they decide to do it that way, you know. <clears throat> you know, you could have alternate endings, and then that's a reason to go back and 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 play it a couple more times. You know, a lot you can do, but a lot you can go wrong, and has before. That's the fear. Personally, uneasy with the prospect, uh, if only how easily it could go wrong. Here's what could be cool in my mind. Here's what could be cool in my mind. Instead of them building an Elden Ring sequel, they would basically build Elden Ring Part 2 within the game and do it with New Game Plus or DLC or something. Have you gotten Platinum on any FromSoft games? Full disclosure, I am very new to From Software games, so I just recently beat Dark Souls 3 for the first time. I did not do any DLC characters. I'm I'm in DLC uh, areas. I didn't do, like, Nameless King or anything. And now I'm working my way through the very first time uh, through Sekiro. Um, So, yeah, I am not... um, I am am not a a, a From Software aficionado. Uh, I'm not. So, um, it, uh, whoops, it, it was, it was a very, it's honestly an odd thing, uh, for me to, uh, it's an odd thing for me to even be playing the games, given my gamer history, uh, it's very, very odd. They're, they, uh, they're not the type of games that typically appeal to me, um, so, Usually, my history with games, I avoided games like this pretty heavily. Pretty heavily. Um, so. we be playing Elden Ring on From Fridays? Yes. Wouldn't it suck for you to wait one week for every session? Well, more than likely, what we're going to do when Elden Ring launches is we'll be, we'll be playing it pretty heavily for a couple of weeks, I would think. What's the plan after Sekiro? Go back to Demon Souls because we have played Demon Souls before just a little bit. I think it was a viewer request. Um, we'll go back. We'll start a fresh playthrough in Demon Souls, and then once Elden Ring launches, we'll be pretty heavy in it for I would say about a week or two. Because I I wouldn't be surprised if the afternoon gameplay sessions are just stellar with support. Um, so we'll do a morning talk show, and then we'll do gameplay in the afternoons. So that's actually the old format. Right now, we're doing a second talk show for the day, and that's that's actually abnormal uh, given the history of this channel. Usually, uh, what we did was 
we would do a talk show in the morning and then the second stream was always gameplay so I would think that he'd think the other bosses are gimmicky he'd like Gail I think I've had people tell me that I would like Gail um I think so too though he may hate phase three do you believe Elden Ring was lazily put together by reusing a bunch of Dark Souls assets and not putting enough effort into making it something completely unique? So uh, we dealt with this last week in the uh, Elden Ring criticism stream, but I'm, I'm happy to answer your question now as well. So there's a couple of, there's a couple of uh, I think, assumptions baked into those types of thoughts. First and foremost, there's the assumption that like reusing assets is somehow a faux pas or a sign of laziness. This is just basic ignorance about game development. Reusing assets is incredibly common, and actually it's very smart. Uh, Let's take the animations as an example. You have really good player animations and things that have been polished and worked on over the years, so there really isn't a need to go back and reinvent that wheel. It's far better for them to be working on other elements of the game, whether it is uh, enemy animations or uh, you know, movement of things in the world like trees swaying or whatever. Uh, and so reusing assets is not some faux pas or sign of laziness or a problem. This is something that is largely overstated by gamers who just simply don't understand game development. Reusing assets is incredibly common. And honestly, again, it's very smart. Uh, secondly, some of the areas that people have shown that look to be almost like one-to-one uh, set pieces from Dark Souls uh, previous games, right? I think some of that has also been overstated. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, hey, we have a really good set piece here where we have like a, a high building and a low area. Let's use that as our starting point. Because if you look at it, it is just a starting point. After that, it's like, okay, there's a high area that looks down on other areas. And then after that, the, the similarities vanish, right? Because again, if they have like starting set pieces that they like to use for certain things, there's nothing wrong with that. Do you think when they build a, a castle or a wall or, or a door, do you think every time they're doing that, they're doing that from scratch? Like, well... We don't want to be lazy, so we got to build this castle. Well, we have a pre-existing set-piece castle that's really, really enjoyable. It's it's easier uh, to work with since it's there. Um, I was watching uh, a lecture uh, from Jordan Peterson, and he tells people that are working on... They're trying to write. And he's like, well, just write a terrible first draft. He's like, because at least then you have something that you can interact with. If you can write a terrible first draft, then you're on your way to having something worth reading. And so I think that applies in gaming, right? Like, well, you have all these pre-built set pieces and assets that you can slap in your, your software, and then you've got something to mess with and reshape and restructure. So periodically, you're going to be like, now, wait a minute, that seems awfully similar to a set piece or something from a previous game. Yeah, sure. I I think sometimes that'll break through, right? Light will break through and you'll be able to kind of see those similarities. I I think it's incredibly overstated. I I don't see any evidence that this is just a reskinned Dark Souls 3. I think the, the, the irony here of calling it lazy or low effort, I think lazy, low effort, no thought YouTubers and Redditors take stuff like this because it's easy clickbait negativity and there's no substance or intelligence to it and they get tons of clicks and likes. 
because it's easy. It, it, it's ironically incredibly lazy and antithetical to like nuance and thought and care. So it's hypocritical to do. Like there, like it's 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 the epitome of hypocrisy to be doing low-hanging fruit lazy thoughtless content criticism about a game that hasn't even launched yet while accusing them of doing the very thing that you're doing so i i tend to have a little bit of resentment for content creators like that because i think they wax as if they're intelligent and thoughtful and critical and they're actually just stupid and lazy this is a completely different IP, at least try to make it distinct like how Sekiro is. I can understand a game like Assassin's Creed having similar mechanics and assets though uh, throughout the years. Aren't there similar things and animations from Bloodborne to Dark Souls? I would imagine. Demon Souls to Dark Souls has lots of similarities and it's, 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 it's supposedly, in my mind, similar world but different IP, right? Well, it's a Souls game. I'm okay. I mean, I think Elden Ring is clearly trying to borrow from you know elements of all their games they've even said this in their interviews right i know you're not hating on the game psalms of oblivion there have been youtubers that um there have been youtubers that have taken this approach to the game and i just find it to be annoying um i like to have thoughtful intellectual conversations and people like that posture as if they're intellectuals and they're not um secure has so much from every souls game Right, I think a lot of the games borrow from uh, from the, from each other. I don't think every game is a pure, brand new IP built from the ground up sort of thing. Right? I don't get the impression you're over over uh, like overbearing the point or being cheap. But I also think you might not be being fair in your comparisons of the other games. People don't understand games. A person that says uh, it has uh, not different. It's I can't understand what you're saying. Dark Souls Three has more in common with Sekiro. Yeah, I would imagine there's lots of similar animations and structures and enemy designs and things between the games. Again, you have existing assets and set pieces. There's no there's no harm in using them. Eldering is a natural evolution of Dark Souls. It makes sense that it's close to Dark Souls, but with added mechanics. This is what I think people do. They end up arguing against an ideal, and their ideal is rooted in ignorance. The ideal being, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying, Psalms of Oblivion, but the people that do this tend to argue against an ideal, and the ideal is unspoken, so let me speak it into existence for them. They probably would struggle to do this because, again, it's it's thoughtless and ignorant. Their ideal is that a new game should be all new from the ground up. Everything should be new. The animations, the assets, every piece of it, okay? That's their ideal. Okay, their ideal is ignorant. That's not how games work. You wouldn't go from, um, y- y- let's say that Gorilla finishes Horizon Forbidden West and they want to make a completely different game, but it's still action adventure. You better believe if it's an open world action adventure game, they'd grab a lot of their existing assets, like their water effects, their land effects, their textures, their bushes, their trees, and they would reuse a lot of those assets. Why? Because they're already made and they look great, right? So the ideal that they're arguing against, okay, it's just so lazy. They're reusing assets and animations. Okay, well, what's the assumption behind that? Well, that, that they should not do that. They're creating an imperative. They ought or ought not to do something. That's an imperative, right? They ought to create everything from scratch. They ought not use existing assets. It's an ignorant position. It's, 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 
It is genuinely stupid. It's stu- it's stupid. And so that's why I don't respect the people that put out videos like that. I don't have any respect for you. You're waxing as some critic, and you're not a critic. You're just low-hanging fruit, lazy, thoughtless, like I'm gonna I know this is this is a hot take, and I'm gonna get a ton of clicks. It's much harder to break a game down by its pieces and its parts and judge it against the backdrop of its merits and, and the developer and authorial intent of what they set out to do and the genre of the game and the, and the parts within it. It's much harder to do that because that takes thought and time and care. Your thoughts about those ridiculous comments about her Elden Ring's not worth 60? Yeah, why listen to those people? Do you know what I, do you know what I tell the people that say it's not worth 60? Fine, don't buy it. So then we don't have to listen to you. Go play something else. Go play Cooking Mama or something. Like, you know what I mean? Go play a game that costs $2 because that's about how much your, con- your, your contribution to the conversation's worth. So go spend $2 and just play all those bottom-of-the-barrel cheap garbage games and we'll play works of art that are well worth $60. And then we can all, you know, live a, live a less annoyed life with you not coming in to YouTube, Reddit forums, or other spaces and corrupting the conversation with your drivel stupidity. I, I can't take it. It's like, you're not thoughtful. You're not saying anything worth reading. You're just being you're just being dumb. I 100% agree with this take. Why should anyone waste time remaking what's already been done uh, when more time could be spent uh, making more content? Right, more new content. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's far better. It's far better. It's more efficient. Again, it's, it's an ideal that they've formed in their mind and that ideal is rooted in ignorance it's like that's not how game development works alright guys we're making a brand new game so everybody ready alright hit delete delete all those assets we don't want to reuse anything we're not going to be caught dead reusing assets animations or pre-existing things because that would make some user on reddit really angry no, they're not doing that. They have all these things that that make the work more efficient and quick. <laughs> make sure and delete everything, guys. The last thing we want is some, you know, ignorant, judgmental YouTuber making a video because we reused animations. Like, like the horror of what that would bring. Nothing. It brings nothing. The people that go watch those videos and 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 would and, and think that they're right, they probably weren't going to buy the game to begin with. They're addicted to negativity, a, 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 a feedback loop of negativity where everything sucks and nothing is good. You know that song "Everything Is Awesome" in that one Lego, you know, movie. They, they sing the opposite song. Everything is awful. Like that's their song. That's their freaking theme song. <laughs> Everything sucks when they make it this way. Everything is awful. We need somebody to do a, a parody. It, they like <laughs> video game Karens. Here's your freaking theme song. Sekiro was highly experimental, and they were not sure of trying completely different uh, things. That's why Elden Ring does not have completely new mechanics. Uh, maybe their next one as Sekiro be successful. Yeah, I mean a Sekiro sequel or a Bloodborne sequel is is hotly requested in the community. Um, this is the beautiful thing. This is the beautiful thing about From Software. They have so much value in their back pocket. Do you have any idea how amazingly popular and successful a Bloodborne sequel would be? Do you have any idea? And it could land in eight years and be phenomenal and next-gen only and mind-blowingly beautiful, right? 
a Sekiro sequel? <laughs> They're going to sit on a Bloodborne and a Sekiro sequel for forever. I don't actually know. Are they allowed to make a Bloodborne sequel? I may be speaking out of turn. I may be speaking out of turn. I don't know about the property rights there, but I know they could make a Sekiro sequel for sure. I don't see the problem with reused animations when they're good animations to begin with. Right, like why? Why go back and do it? You don't need to. Well, I was going to work on these animations of these new enemies, new NPCs. Uh, we got some new weapon arts as well, but uh, you know, we we we, we got to we can't have this. The the the, the sword and board animations, we got to rebuild those from scratch. Why? Well, they need to be marginally different than what we've done before because if not, somebody's going to do a an overlay video and make us look like fools. Like I'm so glad they didn't fall prey to any of that. Sony would likely contract them for one. Yeah, it'd be a PS5 exclusive, which, frick, I'd be here for that. Golly. A PS5 exclusive Bloodborne 2? Oh, my word. I've never even played it, and that makes me happy. From what everybody said, I'm I'm infected with the the Bloodborne fandom, and I've never touched the game because I'm waiting for a 60 FPS version. By the way, if you're here and you enjoyed that rant... Uh, and you're a From Software fan, remember to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my streams and you can talk in the chat. Uh, So hit that sub button. It's totally free to subscribe. Tomorrow's From Friday, so more Elden Ring discussion tomorrow, and I'll be working my way through Sekiro for the first time. Just recently worked through Dark Souls 3 for the first time. We love meeting uh, the From Software community. We've been having a good time, and uh, we will obviously be diving into Elden Ring. Now, tomorrow we'll also be playing God of War on PC because it launches tomorrow, and we don't want to miss out on that. We covered that this morning. We did a breakdown of what is visible currently. There is some God of War PC gameplay that is visible, and we did a breakdown of that this morning. If you like variety gaming coverage, don't forget to hit subscribe. You can subscribe in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed all week. I'm a safer work broadcaster and we always have a really great variety gaming show like this where we just sit and talk and it's it's always a good time. So thank you for being here, both new and old subscribers. If you want to support directly, I try not to do this too often because it is a bit of a conversation hijack, but if you want to support directly, this is obviously what I do uh, as a livelihood, there is a dollar sign at the bottom of chat. You can do a tip or you can become a paying member. We would love to get to 500 paying members. We're at about 450 right now. Uh, and we do have sponsors. I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees, and those are disc plates. You can use the display or shirt command if you'd like to support one of my sponsors, or you can buy my coffee. It is mine. You're not buying the coffee from some other company. My wife and kiddos pack it up, ship it to you with little thank you notes. You are supporting a local, like a small family business when you do that. And people in chat can tell you how good the coffee is. There's a light roast, a dark roast, and a holiday blend. If you're a coffee drinker, I genuinely mean this. Like, you have to try our coffee if you're a coffee drinker because it will convert you. I guess that's more of a warning. If you're a coffee drinker and you buy our coffee, be forewarned. You won't be able to you you, you won't be able to drink other coffee. It, it'll kind of it'll kind of ruin you because it has balanced acidity and it makes it extremely drinkable and smooth. And uh, that's something that we really strive for. Hey, I just subscribed. Love your takes, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I um I keep it safe for work. I I get a little harsh. I think I think I was harsh in what I was saying, but I reserve my harshness for things when I think it's deserved. I I don't. I do not appreciate the the negative slant that so much commentary comes from in gaming, especially when it's just rooted in ignorance. It, dri- it just drives me absolutely crazy. And it drives me even more crazy because I, I consider myself to be, you know, I approach these things intellectually. I, I'm an intellectual. Sounds like an arrogant, stupid thing to say. So I'll say it that, like, I like to approach these subjects intellectually and not emotionally. 
And I don't like that these people wax and claim and posture as if they're being intellectual. I find it insulting. Um, and that's probably why I get pretty irritated about it. Do you have a link for the coffee? Yeah, you can use the coffee command or you can go to ragelessroast.com. I use the coffee command for you there. Abe says the dark roast stuff uh, must have crack or something. It's so good and you'll get hooked. It's improved my life so much. I've lost 10 pounds. My hairline's improving and I grew two inches. (laughs) There you go. Coffee link in chat or you can go to Um, (laughs) ragelessroast.com. Big boy uh, Giga Chad Miyazaki had great things for us in the future. You like to take a reasoned approach. Yeah, reason, a, a reason, a reasoned approach. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and the holiday blend is like our most popular blend right now, and it's getting low in stock. It's almost down into the bottom 150, and once it's gone, it's gone uh, until next fall. Thanks, I'll check it out. I live off it. I love when new people order the coffee because I like hearing from you. Like you're not, like you. That's always my favorite. So I love when I see new folks try it out. Psalms of Oblivion with a $5 tip. Thank you for answering my questions, man. Just subscribed after stumbling upon your content. Well, welcome. And thank you for the tip. I greatly appreciate that. That is, uh, that's very kind. Uh, ooh, Elden Ring. What's good, Weez? Weez, you're playing PC, right? Elden Ring PC? I might end up having to do this. I might end up having to do this on PC. I might, I might, I might, I might. Or what we said? What did we say? It'll be like Destiny, and I'll have it, I'll have it on all of uh, I'll have it on all my all my platforms, and have multiple characters. <laughs> It'll become our main game. <gasps> I probably shouldn't say that. We're not going to have a main game. Approaching a subject from a logical, dispassionate place is a great way to grow genuine knowledge-based uh, feelings that can enhance a conversation. Good philosophy. I uh, thank you. Barry says, have you heard about the fan-made sequel of Dark Souls, Dark Souls Nightfall? There's a lot of hype around it, and a demo drops on January 21st, which is Friday. What? Where can I buy it, play it, and where, where can I get this? I saw someone modding Bloodborne completely into Dark Souls 3. I saw somebody turn Bloodborne into a PlayStation 1 game, too. I saw that. Golly, it looked awful. <laughs> this is my first stream, by the way. First time watching your content, I think. Uh... Could be, I don't know. Well, welcome. I appreciate it. A lot of people treat my show like gaming radio. They're just here every day and they throw me on in the background. Even if they're not interested in the subject, they're like, it's just a, it's just a good time. So, welcome and thank you. Of course, he's not playing on launch. Oh, well then when you finally pick it up in the summer, Wheezy, I'll make a character on PC so you don't have to cry like a baby. You know, we don't want to see that. You'll go, you'll go crying to madam, you know. I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you embarrassed in front of people like that. You know, it's making a scene in the Discord and all that. I I, I'll make a, I can make a character. On, <laughs> I can make a character on PC in the summer. <laughs> By then, if the game's still being good to us. <laughs> if the game is still being good to us. <laughs> uh, wait, I thought he flipped it the other way, Eugene. He's playing at launch date. He's playing Horizon in the summer. You got it backwards. You got it backwards. I have friends I want to play with. You aren't even in the top 10. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I thought he said he was actually going to be playing launch date. It's it's Horizon Forbidden West he's going to wait on. Am I going to play Lost Ark? Yes, I am. So some of the other things that we cover here and have niched down into is uh, MMO, MMORPGs. Um, oh, I'm not playing Elden Ring at launch. Oh, that's right. You're going to be playing that game. Um... We have niched down into MMOs a little bit. 
So, New World coverage is pretty regular here. We're obviously waiting for a big update from them. Apparently, they're filming their January update. We will likely cover that next week. Uh, I think that's probably when it will hit. Um, Also, also, uh, Lost Ark. We've had really good response when we covered and played Lost Ark when the beta was available. Uh, Ashes of Creation is out on the distant horizon. Looks very good. We covered their Unreal 5 engine, uh, you know, reveal breakdown. That was really fun. And a month and a month half after I'll play Elden Ring. Well, yeah, by then I'll be able to boot up another character on PC. So, you know, I'm only going to do that if you actually want to play with me. You want to be a snob and be like, I have friends that, you know, that I'll play with. Like, you have to prove to us you have friends or something. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. People are saying Elden Ring is not worth 60 or right. It's worth 250. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, 75% of the people that have taken the poll at the top of chat have said no I do not think Elden Ring is overhyped almost a thousand votes at the top of the chat thank you so much for that yeah I think I was going to get it on my PS5 I don't know why I just things seem to be running very well on my PS5 like Sekiro felt like it ran better okay Nightfall release update. Uh, so am I just going to download it from their website? Uh, it will not be fully complete before Elden Ring. Good news. We're still going to release a demo of the first few hours on January 21st. It sounds like I'll just be downloading it from their website. Place Lono with a word that <laughs> Lono, please. <laughs> oh wait, you, you would call me that, Wheezy? I take that as a pretty big compliment. <laughs> I didn't realize that we had gotten to that level in the relationship that you would call me that. The only reason I'm not getting it for PS5 was the hitching and frame drops were awful. Oh, really? Ooh, maybe I won't get it for the PS5. I don't know. Eee, I do not like hearing that. Never mind, I take it back. Whatever. Is that how you're gonna, that's how you're gonna do me? You're gonna make me feel good, and then be like, nah, I changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind. We got to, like, Denzel training day level, and then you just yank it away. Whatever. <laughs> Abe <laughs> Abe shut up <laughs> a lot of people had similar experiences to me well I'll tell you what I'll do I'll buy it on both systems I'll buy it on both systems and if I start having trouble on the PS5 we'll just switch you know what I mean I'll buy it on PS5 I'll buy it on PC and if I get a couple hours in and I'm getting hitches and snags, I'll be like, well, it's not optimized. Off we go. <laughs> Off we go to PC land. 
And I see you guys making remarks about how much salsa I eat. It's homemade, so it's not super spicy. People are like, man, put a lot of salsa on that. Why you guys have to do that? Why you have to, like, make observations? Somebody said, Tuxedo says, what feature am I most excited about in Elden Ring? All the weapon arts. I love. I love seeing all the weapon arts. This is, let this man eat his salsa. <laughs> because we're watching you. My kids were doing that the other night at dinner. And I, I got kind of grumpy. I was like, you guys need to find something else to do. <laughs> They were like making observations about me, like how I was eating something else. I forget what they did. And I was like, y'all need to stop. (laughs) I wasn't mean about it. I wasn't mean, but I was like, y'all need to find something else to do. I was like, I am not here for your entertainment. (laughs) Now, they have plenty of opportunities to laugh at me. We have a very good time. There's a lot of mirth and a lot of laughter in our home. It's a very bright and warm home, but I was like, uh-uh, we're not doing this thing. <laughs> Where you, like, observe me like I'm some kind of an animal at the zoo and, like, chuckle at what I'm doing. I'm like, uh-uh. How you liking Sekiro? The Better Than Dark Souls 3? Oh, <sighs> I, I know I, I have some similar frustrations with Sekiro that I had with Dark Souls 3. So they do this thing where they're like, hey, you just you just beat a boss. Doesn't that feel good? Oh, it feels so good. Yeah, man. You're doing great. You're doing so great. All right, come to the next area. Oh, man, I'm coming to the next area. They're like, uh, there's a new enemy. It's going to be pretty spammy, and they're going to swarm you. And you'll probably just die from stunlock. Have fun! <laughs> that happens so often in From Software Games. Like, we are so proud of you. You did such a good job with that boss. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the new area. <laughs> welcome to the new area. You're going to get swarmed by uh, enemies. They'll be a little spammy. And uh, they'll probably stunlock you. And you'll die. <laughs> Now, it's a little bit more irritating in Dark Souls 3 because you're embered. Um, but that's a pattern in From Software games that I've... I've <laughs> I've grown to, like, accept, but also kind of, like, annoyed by. Um, um, and so, what's a Souls game you've played the most? Well, I beat Dark Souls 3 just recently for the first time. And I'm working through uh, my first playthrough of Sekiro right now. Yeah, here, get stunlocked, boy. Right, that's exactly what it feels like. It's like they don't want you to enjoy the the, the moment for very long. (laughs) Right? They don't want you to enjoy the moment for very long. You're like, yeah, man, that was a really good good win there. Like, surprise, mother... And you're like, ugh, and then you're dead. It happens so often in Dark Souls 3. Um... I will say that I think the bosses and the music in Dark Souls 3 were more consistently just absolutely stellar. Um, I have found some of the bosses in Sekiro to be... 
I don't know. They're good, but it's hard to say. I think from an art perspective, I think Dark Souls 3 is stronger. I think like the bosses and the setups and the music are great. Um, I think I think Sekiro's gameplay is more satisfying. When you start getting lots of good de- deflections and you start ripping somebody's posture down, that's really satisfying. Like, there's something about Sekiro that feels more in the vein of, like, finesse. Like, you're finessing the fight. And finessing a fight in Dark Souls 3, especially if you play the way that I played, you're just dodging a lot of damage. And you're not doing much else. And Sekiro, it feels really good when you're like, deflect, 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 deflect. And then you get to, you know, then you get to kind of wail on him. Um... It feels more, you feel more like you're a specialized fighter. At least that's how I felt. Um, I feel more like I'm a specialized fighter in uh, in Sekiro. When you enter Pond of Sullivan's arena uh, and you two walk toward each other, it's so epic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon armor, Pontiff. And um, I liked, what was his name? Bjorn the Giant or Yorm the Giant or whatever. I really liked him. I thought he was the best looking boss in the game, but his fights, it's just a stupid gimmick, which I found irritating. I thought his animations and his fight could have been way more fun um, if it was, I don't know. I was very disappointed in that fight. I thought the Twin Brothers was an amazing fight. I thought Pontiff was an amazing fight. Armor, uh, Dragon Armor was an amazing fight. I was extremely let down by the dancer and extremely let down by um, Cinder. Which one had the storm sword fight? The boss was so cheap. Are you talking about Cinder where the lightning came down or are you talking about where the arrows came down? Listen to the Cleric Beast song, Best Music in Bloodborne. Yeah. No, I didn't go fight Nameless. We didn't do Nameless King. We didn't do optional bosses or DLC. We wanted to get into Sekiro. Oh, imbuing the sword. Yeah, Yorm. Yeah, Yorm, Yorm the giant. I, I think he's the coolest looking boss ever. He's in the, I think he's the coolest looking boss in the game. I, I absolutely loved him. Um, but it, it's a gimm- It's just a stupid gimmick. It's I don't know. I was really disappointed. I was super disappointed. And we went right from there. Um, we went right from there to the dancer, didn't we? I was really disappointed in the dancer. Yeah, we didn't fight the nameless because this is what we figured. This is what we figured. With From Fridays being a staple on the channel now, that's great content for later. We just really, really wanted to get to the next game instead of like all of the stuff I'd have to do to go into those areas. Um, and fight all those bosses. So, <laughs> dancer of the Boreal Valley. Yeah, I don't like how they put the dancers, dancer of the Boreal Valleys, in like closets. Freaking hate that. I hate that because the camera freaks the frick out, and it's just it, it, you're fighting the camera more than the dadgum enemy. I don't like that at all. Yorm was such a dope looking boss. Waste of a dope boss. Yeah, that was my opinion. 
Yeah, I've heard that Madir is like the most beloved boss in in Dark Souls Three. Madir and the Nameless King get get named the most. It was fun to watch Lono struggle with Yorm, but it should have just been a straight up fight. Yeah, Yorm is just so cool looking, so cool looking. Very, very disappointing. Madir's an awesome cinematic boss. Stupid fight elongated by ludicrous health pool. The moment I saw Yorm in the Dark Souls 3 intro as a boss was the moment I knew I had to play Dark Souls 3 just to fight him. Madir is peak design in my opinion. Can't cheese it. Have to fully learn it. You should try the DLCs. The Ring City is so cool. Yeah, that's like rainy day from software stuff. Like if we get to the point where we're like, hey... You know, from Friday, we're, you know, we're going to take a bit of a break from Elden Ring. We can always loop into that. No, I have not played Dark Souls 1, the KJC. My first full From Software game was very recent with Dark Souls 3. And now it's a hero. I didn't get very far in Demon Souls. It was a, it was a viewer request. And the Tower Knight ticked me off. And then people were like, oh, you can skip the Tower Knight. Tower Knight's, you know, by, by some accounts, he's a, mid, he's a mid-game boss. And I just didn't have a desire to go back. So, Today snow's B day. She's not on stream. If you see her around, wish her happy birthday. Okay. Thank you, Hex. I think I. I think I. I think I saw her say something on Twitter. I think I saw her say something on Twitter. <clears throat> Thank you for the tip. Thank you for the ten dollar tip, Hex. I want to see Lono fight Artorius and Magus. You should try out the Neo series. They have the same gameplay as Souls, uh, but with Japanese lore. I thought the Neo games were like quite a bit faster, are they not? Not that that's a bad thing. Not that that's a bad thing. The Madeir fight's 20 minutes minimum. Gee, many Christmas. Wheezy says Neo's great. It's TikTok banned its birthday. Yeah, it's her birthday. I saw I saw her say something on uh, on Twitter. She's like, I got balloons. Let me see. Hang on a second. Mm. 
Yay, balloons. <laughs> there we go. Wish her a happy birthday. Those old bosses are a joke now, Lono. You won't get satisfaction from them, says Eugene. I love Neo. It's complex. Neo games are sick. Have you guys played Dragon's Dogma? Now that's the game I'm hyped to get a sequel ever since it's released back in 2012. I've heard people bring up Dragon's Dogma periodically in these streams, yeah. I want to see him fight Bed of Chaos. It's going to be so funny. Frustrating for him, but amazing for YouTube. Yeah. I like how that's the measure. That's like the measure. People are like, well, it's really going to irritate you, but it'll it'll be great for YouTube. <laughs> it'll be It'll make for great television. I can't wait to see it on the RE engine, says Wheezy. The Dogma, Dragon's Dogma sequel. Seeing Lono fight Bed of Chaos will show him true bad design. <laughs> I always like I always like how foreboding you guys get. You're like, oh gosh, he's going to hate this one. Or, oh yeah, he's going to really rage out on this one. That's like the... Uh, that, that's that's the joy. That's the joy of what I get to do. I get all these foreboding warnings about like what's coming. Uh. Mm. Okay. 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 Where did that end at? That's not bad. Comments yet? No. Do 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 Bed Up Chaos is a crap boss. <laughs> it's crap. Hey, at least you get warnings. I guess that's true. You'll die, realize the gimmick, and then it's crap. <laughs> She's back from her unpaid six days. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's funny. I can't believe there's consequences for streaming copyrighted material. Possibly the worst fight in any From Software game. Like, actually not a meme, it's just awful. I don't say it a lot, but trust me when I say it. Bed of Chaos is utter (laughs) horror. Instead of playing Dark Souls 1, you should watch a playthrough on stream. It's the new meta. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh. Can't wait until you run through all the recent From Software games and start playing uh, some of the old school games. Yeah, I mean, From Fridays, I think, is, is going gonna, is gonna to just... is going to pay us dividends, like, long-term, you know? Because we can always loop back to the classics and the greats, you know? Um... I think I think that's just uh, you know Disguise Toe says I get striked for DMCA what an idiot Pokey gets striked for DMCA stupid this lazy trash moron can't make content wears makeup fat ugly um, you can crap on me for watching anime but some people are using this as a reason I mean Philly Philly D wants the deets. He said, so who hit you with a strike? I just saw the clip of you saying you came up with a plan. If you explain this already, please. And then Toe says, I'll DM you. Yeah, well, I have a video going live in an hour explaining what the frick's going on. And it's a joke. Like, no disrespect, but I don't trust anything Toast says. Like, it's nice to stand up for Pokey. Like, there's no excuse for people being nasty, but... I mean, with respect... This is the internet, and when you're brazenly breaking the rules and breaking TOS and, and, and committing committing what's considered a felony, which is streaming copyrighted material to large audiences, I mean, yeah, you're going to get hate for that. Is the hate justified? Probably not, but you know what game you're playing. Like, I don't know. It's like everybody wants to be all surprised Pikachu face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be surprised Pikachu face. It, you, 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 I don't understand. You're literally doing something that you're not supposed to do. And then when you, when it, you do it and then you get hate, it's like, you're a live streamer. Like, <laughs> hate sort of part of the territory. Is, does it make the hate right? No, but why act like you're some kind of a freaking victim? <laughs> you're not a victim. You did something that you shouldn't have done. Knowingly did it. You're an adult, by the way. People on the internet being unreasonable? Get out of town. Surprise Pikachu face. Right, we said it at the same time. Right, right, right. It just, I don't know. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of people acting like their breed of hate is somehow worse than everybody else's breed of hate. It's like, we all are in the business of being on the internet and having garbage human beings spew hate at us. You know? Surprise Pikachu face? It's like, it's like, what is it? (laughs) Can't do it without laughing. I don't know. It's like, Maybe, maybe that, maybe what they're saying isn't justified, but I think their anger is justified. People being angry at a bunch of like twenty-something millionaires acting like entitled children. Well, I can break the rules, and the rules don't really apply to me. And you know, I'll get a wrist slap and get a quarter of a million new followers. Well, pff, of course, people have every right to be angry with you. You're you're acting like an entitled child. Like, you can just do whatever the frick you want while making millions of dollars. Like, I I don't know. 
And then being like, I can't believe people are saying nasty things. Well, what the frick did you expect? Does something you're not supposed to do, does it anyway, and then ask why they get punished. Right. Right. Or or is surprised that like people are using it as an opportunity to spew hate. It's like, they don't need an excuse to spew hate. If it's a Tuesday, they'll do that. They'll come in your stream and call you fat and ugly. Like, why? Because they're an internet troll. They know that, like, they know what buttons to push. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't need an excuse, but you certainly give them one when you brazenly break the rules and make millions of dollars while doing it and suffer literally no genuine consequences. My career is based on popularity. Stop being mean to me when I do something stupid. Right, like what? Shut up. Yeah, I saw that, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, his take on teabagging. That's a glimpse into that. That's a glimpse into that company. Gee, many frick. Gee, many frick. It's no wonder the IGN article about 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 Bungie had to be all kid gloves and hush hush and hide, you know, real misconduct because that's what that's what high-ranking, you know, employees there think. Relating relating teabagging to that. That's hilarious. What about all the games that embrace it and think it's funny like Halo and Splitgate? Like Yeah, I've not had time to break down all the all the G4 stuff. Which Bungie devs said it like a they're a lead. They're like a they're they're not just a developer. They're like a lead. They're like a high-ranking employee and he said that it's it's pantomimed that. That's it's pantomimed that. He said end of conversation. I was like, "My gosh." <laughs> mm. I hate the type of people that go into the streamer. Most of them have never worked a real job. Uh, oh, they go into streaming. They don't know how the real world works. They live in their own little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Blinks. Yo, what's what's good, Akujo? We are, uh, we're, we've been covering and asking the question, how many votes do we have? Do you think Elden Ring's overhyped? So today's story, if you're just tuning in, the Elden Ring release date was having an increase in interest. They are recently, uh, just recently overtook the most wishlisted game on Steam. And so we were asking the audience, do you think it's overhyped? Discussing, you know, ways that they might do DLC. So welcome if you're a From Software fan. Um, I have a video going live in an hour on our other channel. We have another channel, um, uh, SNTR presents, like 47,000 subs, and uh, covering the truth behind the ban on disguised toast, uh, outlining what he said, how it was a planned thing, and how it's just a big giant freaking joke. Um, <laughs> It's just a big, giant, freaking joke. And so I've got the details, because a lot of people don't understand what's going on. Um, Yeah, and then there was a Bungie employee. Like, somebody asked questions. Ouch. Somebody asked questions like, what do you think of teabagging? And the guy referred to it as pantomimed. Somebody in chat will type it. I don't want to say it. He said, it's pantomimed blank blank. He was like, end of conversation. I'm like, you have a very 
disgusting view of the world if that's what you think like you act we we just got in we just yeah exactly what i said caleb it under it undermines actual instances of that like actual victims seeing you saying that like thanks for hijacking our our pain and trauma (laughs) thanks for hijacking our pain and trauma to claim that teabagging is pantomimed that you freaking moron you're mentally small just it just just a glimpse it's just a glimpse into that company man it's a glimpse into that company it's rich coming from a company that forced people to sign non-disparaging agreements and 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 protects abusers you know with 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 hush money and non-disparaging agreements that they force people to sign it's hilarious that like you that's what you're gonna stake your stance on teabagging wow you got your priorities straight Dude's just tired of getting teabagged while playing Trials. <laughs> uh, he's not wrong. He's just dumb. No, he is wrong. It, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. The history of that is not that. It isn't. It's a bunch. That's that is that is like locker room guy like messing with each other culture that is not what he's claiming it is that's not that's not it at all go go globally and find me how many instances uh just the facts ma'am what exactly happened here he hacky sacked my forehead that's not like a thing bro (laughs) that's not a thing it's 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 a, it's a, it's a it's like a locker room dude bro culture thing that came into video games. Why? Because a bunch of dude bros were playing Halo. <laughs> no, I'm not saying boys will be boys. No, I'm saying the origin of it is a, is dude bro culture. It's not. It's no. Its origins isn't from abuse. It's you're just a freaking moron. It's dude bro culture. That's what it is. Sack taps. You know. Giving you, gi- giving you guys little bumps in the locker room. That's what that's from. It's not. It's not that the context. Its origins is not that. It isn't that. To call it pantomimed that is a freaking joke. I'm saying technically correct. But even though no, even then it's not technically correct. It's not pantomimed abuse. No, it's not. It's a. It's it was a. It's dude bro culture. It's it's not something done in an abusive way. Jiminy Christmas. So are sack taps that too? Guys did that all the time to me, to each other at summer camp. And to me, we, you know, going around, you know, watch out, bing. You know, ringing somebody's bell. <laughs> it's dude bro culture, bro. That's all it is. That's why people laugh it off that understand that. Like, didn't Splitgate, um, what game programmed their bots to do that? Was it Splitgate? Didn't Splitgate program their bots to do that to you? It's funny. It's lighthearted. That's why I thought it was so silly. It's like, you know that like other companies have put this in their game, right? Like as a joke? <laughs> it's a joke. And, and Halo's leaned into it. Didn't they tweet GIFs of it? It's like, it's a joke. It's lighthearted. 
Yeah, Splitgate gives you a medal. Isn't that the one game mode? Don't you have to teabag to get a point? They had a mode where you needed to bag to score. Yeah, it's just a big joke. It's just funny. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. <laughs> they have bag confirmed. You got a bag. Yeah, yeah. So you don't pick up like dog tags. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, this is the fastest Twitter block in the history of blocks. Like, I, I blocked that entire community. I just uh, Somebody put it in our Discord last night. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody typed that sentence? This is literally still my icon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get banned, Fuzzy. <laughs> I'm saying he's an idiot, but if you did that to me in real life, you'd get knocked out. Well, well, of, of course, but that's the point, Eugene. If I if I shot you with a laser gun in real life, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine being upset about that in a game where you're shooting and killing each other. <laughs> listen, man, listen, bro. You kill me with that sword in that game, and I'm just going to tell you, if you did that to me in real life, we'd have a problem. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If you came up to me, and you stabbed me with a sword, <laughs> we we would have a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> bro, listen. Listen to me, bro. <laughs> if you shot me in real life... <laughs> We would have a problem. Bro, it's a video game. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, if we were playing football, and I tackled you, and I did the Fortnite L dance over you, yeah, you'd probably get angry and want to give me a nice shove. (laughs) That's what emoting is for, right? Emoting is just to, to gloat. That's why Fortnite did it, you know, it, it, it because they would do the memes. That was Ninja's favorite thing to do, is to win a game and do a dance at the end. It's just that, man. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, go teabag someone, is all I'm saying. Right, but that's what I mean, is you wouldn't do that because you're in a fantasy land where you're shooting and killing and throwing grenades. <laughs> is God of War out on PC now? It'll be out, uh, it's out now. You can install it, but you can't play it until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, they'll have to get rid of crouching. <laughs> In light of the uh, overwhelming amount of people that are teabagging, we have implemented a cramp mechanic. If you do it too many times, you will cramp up. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> bro, bro, did you really just Nova bomb me? <laughs> Somebody should do that. Somebody should do that. Like, try to do real life Destiny supers on their friends. So, like, get a basketball, like a dodgeball, like a purple dodgeball, and just go into the room and go. Boom, and you just throw it in some guy's face. He's like, what'd you do? Why'd you do that? It's Nova Bomb, bro. <laughs> Nova Bomb, bro. 
try to do all the supers and just record your poor friend getting annoyed every time. Come on, man, stop! <laughs> just like throwing swords at him. Oh, man. Can't wait to Thunder Crash, my buddies. Yeah, some of them would be harder than others. Oh, golly. My favorite my favorite time to bag was in Fortnite if they elimed one of our teammates. Do you remember cuz they didn't that was before the reboot cards. You couldn't reboot. You couldn't reboot your teammates. They were done. You'd have somebody die in the first 2 minutes. It was so devastating. So like we'd all have to go back to the lobby. Oh golly. If somebody elimed one of our teammates, they would get the bag every time. I'm like, "You got to be kidding me." <laughs> uh <laughs> uh. 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 so how much time do we got yeah so 40 in 45 minutes so this channel is so if you're new and you've not been here before tomorrow's from Friday so we've got a good subject for Elden Ring in the morning now we might not get to Sekiro tomorrow right we might not get to Sekiro we're going to do God of War on PC tomorrow because we think that people really want to see it. Uh, there was a large, large response to today's stream where we did a breakthrough, like a breakdown of like, it's like the first 15 minutes of the game that was released uh, by PlayStation so people could see it. And uh, so that'll be tomorrow. But in the afternoons, we go over to uh, we go over to SNTR Presents. It's our larger channel and it's mainly a channel about uh, streamer culture, uh, you know, things happening on purple platform, Facebook, YouTube, uh, esports, stuff that like Doc is saying. And so we have a video today, uh, explaining like what exactly happened with Disguised Toast ban. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's a little ridiculous when you find out of all the details. So. <laughs> We joke, but they wanted to ban people for saying Titan Z crayons. Yeah, I just... I took the bait. We shouldn't have talked about this. I took the bait. I, I try not to talk about that game or that community, because I don't like them. <laughs> they're, they're, not worth our, they're not worth our thought or our effort. They just simply are not. Um, so, yeah. They have, they have so many pseudo-moralistic stances on just non-issues. It's just, it's not worth talking about them. Let's see how many poll responses we got today. 1,089 votes on the poll. Elden Ring, do you think it's being overhyped? 75% saying no. 25% saying yes. The Elden Ring release date. The interest is surging. Today's story was about the fact that it overtook Dying Light 2 as a wishlisted item. It is... Elden Ring is now the most wishlisted item on Steam, which is pretty impressive. Um, so, Ana Cruces is live. What are you talking about, Mo? Is that a what? Is that a game or something? It's important to discuss when ridiculous things become moral posturing. Yeah, but the problem is, is that's all we're going to do anytime that company comes up because they just have all these pseudo-moralistic stances on really, really big issues and they're just all intellectually bankrupt. They're not worth talking about. They're all just... It's just a bunch of phony fake virtue. Just hit Game Pass. 
Ana Cruz's. What? What? That? Why do I know that? Why do I know that name? Oh, that's that really cool four-player game. Four-player co-op, first-person shooter, set aboard a starship, stranded on the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that game looked really, really cool. The art style was super cool. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks super dope. It's kind of like, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Deathloop's art style. Yeah, a little indie game. Yeah, it looks super dope. What do you think of Elden Ring character creation leak? I thought the uh, the Elden Ring uh, Elden Ring character creation I actually thought was pretty cool. I really did. Um, so I thought it, I thought it was I thought it, I thought it looks very very cool. We're actually going to be talking about it tomorrow. I think the uh, I think the thing tomorrow is I'm gonna use it to be like we're gonna talk about the the graphical differences and comparisons that a lot of people are trying to make, and so a lot of the times, uh, you know, you have it, you have all these people saying things right, talking about um, you know, talking about like the. Uh, the graphical, like, oh, it looks like Dark Souls 3, it doesn't look that good, it looks like reskin Dark Souls 3. I think the Elden Ring character creator pretty much proves there are just dramatic differences uh, in fidelity and graphical quality. So, um... Man Eater got snubbed at Game of the Year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I wish Lono talked like that about Maneater. <laughs> Anyone else miss Lono and Hilly playing Valheim? So we can, t- let's, let's talk shop a little bit. We're kind of nearing the end here. Um, so Friday nights with me and Hilly, we really, really like the me and Hilly playing goofy games thing. But the problem is, is the demand and the support for it just wasn't there. Now, the demand and the support for Halo Infinite custom games has been okay. We're going to kind of see how tomorrow night goes um, because I'm I'm worried it's kind of waning and I think it's tied to Halo. Uh, I think it's also tied to just like the novelty kind of wears off pretty quickly. Um, even though me and Hilly have a great time and you guys are having a great time, I just think we have to make smart decisions about this channel. This channel has a very, very good and predictable content rhythm, and the support has been phenomenal, and we don't want to sabotage that with, like, a really a really weak Friday night, right? And then, like, the, the, the channel sits for two days, Saturday and Sunday, and we got some weak Friday night stream just hanging over our heads, instead of, like, a really strong from Friday, and then that's it, right? There is definitely some things we could do to shelter and protect us from that. Uh, we could do members-only streams where he and I just play through really goofy, silly games and have a good time. Um, but the problem there is, is we've split our member base. 
by bringing you guys in the live show over here. A lot of you are members and you're supporting me, but you're supporting me with a membership on the other channel. And I wouldn't want people to feel like we're being like underhanded or something like trying to get you to double dip or move over or whatever, because there's going to be plenty of reasons to keep your membership over there on the other channel. We've got some really cool things planned. And so there's a perfectly good reason to keep your membership over there. We are hoping, and there's been whispers and rumors about uh, YouTube allowing you to combine your like your channels basically and like have the membership essentially be unified, which would be phenomenal. Because then like if Hilly and I want to play like Power Washer Simulator got a co-op mode, how that, that would just be funny. I mean, that would just be absolutely hilarious, an evening of he and I doing that. Um, and having drinks and stuff, but it wouldn't necessarily be good for the channel. But if it's members only, it doesn't hurt the channel because it's not viewed as like a publicly viewed video. So it's metrics and it's support. It doesn't really matter. It's just basically a VOD. And then we would even probably unlist it. So as a member, you could go and see it and it would be in a playlist. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we're, we're kind of stuck because we made this choice to come up with stuff today. Okay, we're back. Little blip there. I knew I knew YouTube was doing stuff today. We just got bumped on the ingest server. We'll probably have like a uh, an aftershock blip from that. Uh, but what I was saying is, is we've been extremely pleased with coming over here. But what ends up happening when you do that is we split the sub. We split our member base. Um, we split our member base. So what that does is, is it's like. If we do a members-only stream, then it's like a bunch of you wouldn't be able to watch. You'd be like, well, I kept my membership on the other channel because it's longer standing. uh, And that means I'd have to move my membership over here. And maybe you don't want to. Um, You know, maybe maybe you're double dipping. And that's great. But if you're not... So we're kind of stuck. We know what we want to do with Friday nights with me and Hilly. There's some other things we want to do. Uh, with he and I, with with production and some things like that, that that'll be coming down the pipeline, and I hope that they give us an opportunity to do something like that. Um, I really do. I hope that they give us, you know, some way, uh, some way of doing something like that. Because there's so many little goofy games that he and I could have a lot of fun with, but right now it just feels like we're gonna do it and we're gonna tank the numbers. And then that's just not a good idea on the channel right now. Um, another one, yeah, that's the after effect. That's the aftershock. I told you, there's like an after, there's an aftershock blip every time we get a reconnect. Um, yeah, I try to, I always try to warn people. Like, if we have a reconnect, there's always an aftershock blip. Um, so that's where we are. Um, you know, I, I. I think Friday nights are incredibly special. I think it came at the right time. I think it was a wonderful way for me to kind of escape from the week and all the crap that was going on. And me and Hilly could just play through, you know, It Takes Two. And we had a really good time with that. And I think what's come out of it has been extremely special. Um, Just a really great friendship and really good banter. And I think even better things are coming. I genuinely think that, like, even better shows and segments are going to be born out of what me and Hilly are doing. Um, and I can't say much more than that. But we're waiting for there to be some good solutions for just goofy throwaway game nights. Because uh, presently, we just don't have a space for it. It just isn't going to be good. 
because this channel is just kicking absolute tail all week it's just kicking butt um it's just super super kicking butt um why change then i don't know what you mean why change i'm saying that so the last couple times hilly and i booted up and played goofy games the the viewership and the support was was arguably awful um i'm talking like 30 to 50 people awful and we can't do that i can't do that on a friday night consistently on this channel anymore um that's just a really bad idea if it's a members only stream it doesn't matter it does not matter it won't hurt us but i don't think it's a good idea like every week to be to be ending the week with like a really crummy stream you know what i'm saying like every friday night just boom you know what i mean um and so uh no, 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 we're not getting rid of this, the segment with Hilly. The segment with Hilly is just going to change. It's just going to change. Um, so yeah, I don't want you guys to feel like I'm setting you up for like me canceling Friday nights with Hilly. That is not. It's like one of my favorite things that I get to do. I'm going to ag- aggressively protect Friday nights with Hilly. Um, but as an example, the last couple times we did Jackbox, the one stream didn't even clear a thousand views. Like that's just, you know, that's tempting to just unlist that, right? Escape room simulator streams, you know, we're we're, we're barely hitting 1,000. Now, a couple of months ago, that wasn't a big deal. That wasn't a big deal. When most of our streams were at around 2,000, having a stream at 1,000, that's not a big deal. But now we're getting to the point where we want to see 3 and 4K views a stream and ending the week with a one with a 1 or less than 1K stream is a really bad idea. So... Um, yeah, so Friday nights with Hilly isn't going away. It's just going to change a little bit. And, and if you guys want to see us play like super goofy games and, you know, have like a goof off stream, I want that for sure. I do, but we don't have a technological way to do it right now. We don't. If I did a members only stream, I feel like we'd get a ton of complaints because people would be like, this isn't fair. I have my membership on the other channel and you said that that would be completely fine. And it is completely fine. Um, I couldn't breathe when you guys are playing the drawing game. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. If it's members only, and I know that excludes people, I know that excludes people. Um, However, however, the, you know, it would just, it would need to be something that doesn't hurt the channel and it would need to be something that doesn't hurt us. I guess that could mean we could just unlist it, but I don't, I don't know if that's a good look either. You know, um, what beers are on the menu for tomorrow? Oh, I don't know what I have right now. I think I have Elysian space dust, uh, little big thing, uh, hazy Jane. And I think I'm out of all the stuff that you guys recommended. It was good. So it disappeared quick. Yeah. Let's just have a watch party. Seems like all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah, let's just watch some anime. <laughs> That'll go well. That'll go real well. Uh, still doing Halo tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do we'll do Halo tomorrow night. We'll do split screen and and you know we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Creature thought last week might have been lighter because we didn't promote it, and I'm like. 
And I don't know. Why would we promote it? I don't know. What he's saying is, is if you look at Monday's numbers, we got hardly harshly punished for what happened Friday night, and we can't have that. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked shop in a while, because I don't really feel the need to, but that is true. Monday, we covered New World and Lost Ark, and we had really low results, and it was because Friday night was not very strong, and that affects that that, that affects YouTube. It does. Look at this week, how each each day it's gotten it's gotten better. Why? We build back that confidence, and it, it builds back that that predictability, and then the algorithm goes, "We bless you, my child." <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so you get the almighty algorithmic blessing when you've been consistent and been proving yourself, which is why we've been doing so well because you guys are amazing, and we've been super consistent since we came over here. The big problem is is think of it like this. So, our weekly averages of streams were here, and then Friday night would be like a little bit below. You see? Well, our weekly averages are doing this. Our daily stream performance is, is going up. And so there's this bigger gap between what happens Monday through Friday and what happens on Friday night. So what happens is we're like, dink, 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 and then Friday night comes in and goes, kaboom! And all of a sudden, YouTube's like, whoa, <laughs> What's happening on that channel? Uh, okay. So the algorithm loses its confidence in us. We covered two of our biggest base games on Monday, and it was like, where the what the frick's going on? We had to build back that that confidence because the website's like, whoa, what's going on? You had a very very bad performing video on Friday night. Like, what the frick did you do? Right. So. I become strictly worker lurker. Unfortunately, found myself way too attached to tech YouTube uh, and not the fam. Oh, that's fine. We the people. I get that. Make a new channel. There is something to be said for that. There is something to be said for that. But it would be like a weekly show. So you know, I guess it would just be a throwaway channel for the fun of it. You know, and it wouldn't matter what the numbers are. You know, I guess that's true. I think all you have to do is start a channel and, and, and confirm it with a phone if you want to do that. If he and I just want to do, have like a throwaway goof-off channel or something. I don't know. You think once it learns the pattern it might be more forgiving? No. It's gotten, it's gotten, um, it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. Because what happens is we're like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Friday's this big crescendo. From Friday is like our best day of the week. And then Friday night comes in and it's like, no. <laughs> now, the first time we did split screen, I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh. This is a big turnout for Halo Infinite custom games. I think the problem is we're getting distance from Halo Infinite's launch date. You know? We're, we're, getting, we're getting distance. We're getting distance from the Halo Infinite launch date. So, like, like Friday nights, even even doing Halo Infinite custom games, it's just, it's just going to continue to go down. So... I was here last week for your From Software Friday and I got timed out for making fun of your gameplay. Are you okay? Did you did you recover? Did it take you all week to get back to back to st- stability? Are you all right? <laughs> Almighty algorithm, bringer of viewers, bestower of likes, comments and subs, please bless this channel with your unsurpassed watches and views. <laughs> 
That's good. That's good. One more. Who's going to manage it? You? Yeah, we don't have time for another channel. Does this mean no more split screen? No, 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 no. There are two things that you need to know. Friday nights with Hilly are not going away. Friday nights with Hilly are going to change a little bit. That's all you need to know. That's it. That's all. And as a third thing, if you want me and Hilly to do Friday night just total goof off streams, we want that too, but we currently lack a solution for it because we can't really do members only streams because we have our members split. So just rest assured those three things are true. Friday nights are not going away with Hilly. Friday nights are going to change a little bit. And we love the goofy throwaway games. We do. They're some of our best streams. But we currently lack a solution for that. So if you like split screen and shoutcasting and me and Hilly doing stuff together, rest assured you will be very pleased with the future. You will be very pleased. You will not be disappointed at all. If you really like me and Hilly playing goof-off little silly indie games, you're just going to have to be a little bit more patient, if that makes sense. So what you're saying is... <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I, have a, I have a Nintendo Switch. And, and, Hilly has a, and Hilly has a Nintendo Switch as well. Is Hilly here right now? Did he already get fired? <laughs> He's down in the parking lot with a box. <laughs> He's down in the parking lot. He's got his box of things. We already we already canned him. <laughs> what if I'm only here for the coffee? That's fine too. That's fine too. If you're tuning in for Elden Ring release date coverage, we talked about the increase in the interest. That's what the poll at the top of the chat is about. Uh, Elden Ring is currently the most wishlisted item on Steam. It surpassed Dying Light 2. So we asked at the top of the chat if you think the game is being overhyped. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you can talk in chat. Tomorrow will be from Friday, so we'll be talking more Elden Ring tomorrow. We'll be playing some God of War on PC uh, potentially getting into Sekiro. Every Friday is an L- is a From Software topic and a From Software game, but unfortunately, God of War lands on PC tomorrow, and we think it's very important to do a play session with it just to show it off. He's drinking already to cope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilly's been decommissioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Trust me, right now, if it was up to me, if it was up to me, we would we would be doing goofy games. We would have already switched to like um, Power Washer Simulator, and we'd be playing that little indie title that's on Game Pass, the one that uh, Anna, Anna Cruzen or whatever, the one that Big Mad Mo just brought up. Um, we'd be doing that if it was up to me, but. Right now, we think Halo Infinite custom games and split screen is the right is the right call. It's the right thing to invest in and uh, and work on. So, um, so no Sekiro tomorrow. Sekiro tomorrow is a question mark. I'm gonna have a thumbnail made up and I'm gonna be planning to beat the owl, but it depends on how the God of War stream goes. So I'm not gonna promise you any Sekiro. We'll just see what happens.
I heard Anna Cruz's or whatever is extremely mediocre. Yeah, but I mean, you play you play it one. I mean, me and Hilly can make anything funny. <laughs> First video ever on my new uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Ninja announced yesterday that he was launching multiple channels. Uh, he was launching a a shorts channel. Uh, gaming channel and an IRL channel called Extended. So Ninja his Ninja his Ninja Gaming channel, his Shorts channel, and his IRL channel. Um, and so it looks like today's video is going to be him getting his hair done, which I guess you know people might be interested in that. I like Tyler. I'm not taking. I'm not throwing shade. I actually like Tyler. <laughs> What music are you listening to? Uh, Harris Heller's Synthwave uh, playlist is what I'm running right now. Is he setting the framework for a move to YouTube? Um, you know, he signed in the summer of 2020. And two years from that time will be this summer. So, I don't know. According to things I've heard, Pokey's not under contract either anymore. So hers was probably just a two-year. I think I think she signed end of 2019. So hers probably ended end of 2021. So going into this year, I think she fell out of her exclusivity contract. Um... In regards to yesterday's subtopic on female main characters, do you think the game would play differently if the main was male, Returnal, Horizon, and Tomb Raider? Um, I'm going to take these in order. Tomb Raider, yes, because I think there is something more grisly and more more unsettling. And if this is me being old-fashioned, I don't freaking care. But I think there's something instinctive. I don't. It's, it's hard to say it, but like watching Laura Croft get hurt and 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 like groan and oh oh or die um i think it's more unsettling like it's more like oh gosh i, I need to make sure that she doesn't get hurt so i think that there's there's def it would definitely hit differently if it was just because that's kind of what uncharted is i don't really care if my character gets shot smacked or falls down i don't care what happens to my character in uncharted right but it was more impactful and more grisly uh, watching Laura Croft, you know, die or fall or get like a broken bone or something. Horizon Forbidden West, I think, would play quite a bit differently because of the 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 daughter looking for her mother uh, aspect. Um, and again, I don't know where this comes from, but for me, psychologically, seeing a young girl be outcast and mistreated and and be unloved, it really evoked more compassion from me I think as a dad than like if it was a young boy if it was a young boy you'd be like it'll make him stronger it'll make him tougher he'll be okay but with a young girl I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna mess that little kid up for throwing that rock at Aloy right like there's something I can't shut that off like I'm a, I'm a man I'm a husband I'm a, I'm a, I'm a father and I, I would definitely view those elements of Horizon Forbidden West and Zero Dawn differently because she's a girl and so it hits differently when Aloy learns about her family and her mother and all of that 
and the way that the game ends, I think it hits differently because she's a woman. I do. Uh, I would say in a good way, not in a, in a bad way. And in Returnal, um, gosh, this gets really deep, doesn't it? Because the, you, there's there's elements of like there's ev- elements of maternal trauma. There's elements of maternal trauma in Returnal that I don't think that would hit as strong with a man. I don't. I, I just don't. I think that's woven into us at some degree. There's something maternal about a mother losing a child. I don't I don't know. I know that might be like, you know, well, that's a remnant of the patriarchy. Well, shut the frick up. I don't think so. I, like, I, I think there's something psychologically deeper and, and more troubling about, you know, maternalistic trauma, losing a child... Uh, and the mom blaming herself or something like if you watched a movie you know and a mom got in a car wreck and she she lost her kid and it was her fault there's something so dark about that so disturbing when it happens to a man you more you in some of this is is we're dealing in tropes now and stereotypes but like if it happened to a man i'd expect him to like be more angry and more and drunk and self-destructive and letting himself go and I feel like with a woman it would be she would she would quietly die you know what I mean it would be different and I feel like that makes Returnal very powerful as a story that you know there's some maternal trauma here something happened and it's it's got her stuck in this loop you don't even know if the if it's real you don't even know if she's in on this planet um it hits different I think because she's a woman and I don't think these are un- I don't think these are like offensive or, or wrong things to say as long as you're not dealing on like fake virtue Twitter verse. Um, I think these are realities, and I don't think it's a stereotype. No, I think there's something biological about it. There's there 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 are psychological and biological studies into this, into maternal instincts and and things that you you are written into you that like the way that there are things that that happen in the brain you know of of a woman when they have and look at a child and they are different than what the man experiences these are there's psychological studies into this like this is there is basic brain and biological science behind a lot of this stuff and if you want to be like well it's a gender stereotype that that just sounds like a buzzword to say you can't say anything to establish differences like if you say anything that establishes any some of any form of a difference you're you're a hater or you're awful or you're you're dealing in stereotypes and I'm like I I don't know I think there's a propensity and a trend in in everything that I said there's a propensity for me as a husband and a father to see Aloy get hit with a rock and for that to provoke like a protective anger and if it was a little boy it would have felt different I would have still been angry but I don't think the height of my anger would have hit I don't think I would have felt as protective I would have been like he's, he's tough he's got this like it's just different I'm just I'm, I'm looking at them differently like I look at my, my son and my daughter differently for, for different reasons because I just I don't know there's just there's a deeper there's also like a deeper story like She's trying to find her mother and like daughters and mothers connect differently than daughters and fathers. And so it's a completely different story to have a girl looking for her mom, right? 
like there's something there it's like it, and it would be it would still be I'm not actually saying it would be a bad story it would just be a very different story if she was trying to find her father because daughters have a very special connection with their fathers believe me I know this firsthand. my my daughter and I have a connection that I'm actually glad I'm not traveling anymore I don't know if I could do it I just I don't I wouldn't like to leave her you know eh, my boy he'll be all right you know He's rough and tumble. He's he's easy and laid back, lazy, you know, uh, he's easy, laid back, easy going. And, you know, my daughter is more emotionally intertwined with me and, and her daily routines and stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know. That, uh, how do you feel about Hugo again? <laughs> Hugo's a boy. The rats make him stronger. Like, I know what I'm saying, like, it starts to feel old-fashioned, like, you know, you know, opening a door for a woman, or being protective of women, or women and children first, like, these things all feel like old-fashioned things from a bygone era, that if you say it or do it, you're somehow wrong, or, or being nasty, and I'm like, I don't think so, like, what, you know, I, I don't know, Joel and Sarah, yeah, oh golly, the opening to that game, what a punch right in the stomach. Gee, many Christmas. Like, let, let me ask you. In Hellblade, would Senua be as powerful if she was a guy? It would have been different, right? Like the psychosis, the 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 self-doubt and the and the and the inner monologue of criticism and and you're stupid and she lost her husband and all this, right? She loses Dillian. I don't think that story plays out the same with the guy. I don't think that it does. It would have been more laden with 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 anger and wrath and vengeance and less it would have been different. I don't know I, I don't know. I don't know. It just would have been different. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have hit the same. I don't think it would have hit the same at all. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why the the a story a story with a woman being either damaged or abandoned or alone and having to fight through and rise and be strong like with Laura Croft or Senua or Aloy. I don't know why. I don't know why it hits stronger for me, but it just does. I, I don't I don't know why I, I I can't and I can't say that it's true objectively but for me subjectively playing the game I connect significantly in a stronger way emotionally with the with with those stories and I don't know why it could be the 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 paternal instinct in me to want to protect and and I you know my first kid it was it was my daughter um and so I think I, I experience those 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 games differently because of that. I think it's changed how I view the stories. In a good way. In a good way. It makes me want to see more uh, more stories, you know, with 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 really great stories with the lead being a woman. Um Yeah, I don't know. No, I've not gotten to watch Arcane yet. Seven months from Water Marlin. Uh, how hard would it hit seeing one of your burgers smothered in ketchup? <laughs> Do you think some of this is down to expectation of men to not show or admit vulnerability, and so we project that as men onto boys? 
I do my best not to do that with my son. I don't do the stop crying, be it, you know, big boys don't cry, be tough. I never have said that to my son ever, ever, and I never will. I tell him it is okay to be sad. It is okay to be angry. You're far better off speaking that into existence instead of throwing a tantrum or crying and, and, and yelling. So I'm trying to teach him how to regulate and express his emotions in a healthy way, right? Um, but my instinct is to be less protective of him because I feel like he'll just naturally, he'll naturally be more tough, which actually isn't true. He's extremely tender-hearted. It's very easy to hurt his feelings. And so we're on guard for that, right? Like if my daughter is, like if they're being rough and they get snippy and they push each other, I don't get that mad. But if my daughter is mean-spirited to him and she does something that is mean, he doesn't like to be scared. And if she jumps out and scares him, I am very, very harsh. I'm like, you go to your room right now. I know I hardly ever have to do that with her. But if she's mean-spirited toward him, I take it very seriously. I'm like, he is very tender-hearted, and you are older and bigger, and that is unacceptable. And so it's, you know, so I'm protective of him in different ways, I guess. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I I don't know why I look at these games and feel that way. It's an interesting experiment to think through. Um, I wouldn't have emotionally connected with Hellblade if it was a guy. I know I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have hit. It just wouldn't have freaking hit the same. It wouldn't have hit the same in Returnal. And I can't tell you why. Golly, that would be an interesting study. Why, why, why are those stories more emotionally transparent and more emotionally raw? Why do they, why are they more powerful? I I don't know. I don't have memorable experiences with male characters. Like, I don't. I have a sister, a youngest sister. I guess I'm more driving at it behind easier to emphasize the vulnerability in girls because we see less of ourselves in them. Huh. Maybe. Yeah. Like, what's a really good story, like, drama, powerful, emotional game with a male lead? Is there one? Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever... I've not played one. I can't remember playing one. Where I've played through a video game and the lead was a dude... And I had like a really strong emotional connection and experience with the game. Years of War... No. No. Ghost of Tsushima is probably one of my favorite games. That might be one of the reasons why. Because I connect with Jin at certain points. I got really emotional during one of the... Um, one of the haikus. Oh, frick. It was good. I needed it. Oh my, it spoke to my soul. But... God of War? Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. God of War would probably be the other one. I agree with that. And then The Last of Us. Thank you. Those are good ones. Those are good examples. Yeah, not Gears of War. God of War. Yeah, God of War, Last of Us, and Ghost of Tsushima. Those are pretty good examples. But I'm telling you what, they don't come close. They don't come close to Hellblade or Returnal or what I felt at the end of Horizon Zero Dawn. There ain't, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. They don't come any they don't come anywhere near it. And I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. 
I'm a, my wife will tell you I'm a crybaby man I get emotional watching watching shows with her all the time and uh, I don't know as good as The Last of Us was as good as God of War was and as, as much as I absolutely adore and love Ghost of Tsushima Hellblade and Returnal and um, Hellblade Returnal and the end of Horizon Zero Dawn they hit way they're more were way more memorable memorable to me and I know they wouldn't hit the same if the lead was a dude. I just know they wouldn't. And I, I don't know why. Yeah, we look back on his relationship with his father. Yeah. You can find clues by looking at your should statements. Just keep an eye on them and they'll point to your unset expectations it's hard to compare anything to Hellblade though the thing is just a piece of art the writing the sound design the art design everything is just chef's kiss it's in a league of its own yeah yeah hmm I get more emotional about the the women in Downton I get more emotional about their stories I do if I'm crying in a Downton Abbey episode, it's because of something's going on with one of the women. Every time. Every time. And Tom. And Tom. I loved him. I really did. Tom Tom, and, and, uh, and, and any of the women going through stuff would get me big time. Well, yeah, that too, Paul. That's cheating, though. <laughs> that's cheating. Anytime I need to send an animal, that's freaking cheating. <laughs> I was literally saying, my wife's like, are you crying? I was like, that stupid dog. <laughs> What about male movie characters? Dead Poet Society and Goodwill Hunting are probably the most memorable in 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 my memory. Um, yeah, I'm tr- I'm gonna try and think of like the most emotional I've gotten in movies, and those are probably th- those are probably it. To be fair, the gameplay in Hellblade wouldn't hold up on its own. I found it to be quite frustrating at times. There's, yeah, there, the only part that I think is frustrating, Valiant, is the dark sections where they, they limit your sight. You're a dad. It's natural or genetic. Yeah, I can't turn it off. I can't, like, unpsychologize it. I got emotional when... I got emotional in Avengers when he said, on your left, Cap. And when T'Challa came out, I, I, was, I, was, I was like, oh my gosh. And T'Challa gave him that little nod. Yeah. I didn't get emotional at Tony. I didn't get emotional at Tony dying, but I got emotional when T'Challa gave Cap the slightest nod. I was, I choked up big time. It was like, and I, oh, Lord of the Rings. I cry all throughout Lord of the Rings. Yo, what's good feed? Yeah. Just hearing the Shire. I was looking for music for my son. I was looking for music for my son to go to sleep to. Just the Shire theme music. I'm immediately emotional. And I, it's, it's, it's bewildering to me. As soon as the melody hit, I felt it. I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to watch those movies. You know, every, every single time I watch Lord of the Rings, there are parts that will absolutely lay me out. Just lay me low, just destroy me. Um, even more so after, after, after all I've been through, I'm telling you, man, you walk through tragedy, you walk through, you walk through hardship and man, some of these movies, they just they just speak to you dude you know yeah 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 him just sitting there in the is that the gif yeah him just sitting there mm. 
Yeah. It's interesting because for me, I find if a man cries in a movie or a game, I lose it. If it's a woman, not so much. So you're on the other end, Caitlin, right? That's so odd. The charge, the charge of the Roheim in Return of the King gets me. Yeah, there's, well, there's all kind of parts in Lord of the Rings that get me. When sunlight breaks through and he he hears again Gandalf saying, look for me at first light. I'm, I'm done. I can feel it right now. That moment. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is one of the few movies that, that, that rips me up. Yeah, I cry quite a bit in that one. When the house falls apart and they say their last goodbye, I'm destroyed. Like when they're driving back and he's in the car and he's like covered by sand, I'm a freaking I'm a freaking mess. I am a mess. Big fish. Big fish. Oh my gosh. Oh. Big fish is so good. That one gets me too. Woo. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Big Fish. I'm done. I am absolutely done. There's such good stories. I was drying out. He gets in that water. Ah, he looks like the old man, and that looks like one of my grandfathers too. So that that's that one's that one's tough. That one's tough. That's it. That's it. Look to my coming at first light on the fifth day at dawn. Look to the east. Ooh. Oh, it's good. It's so good, dude. Everything seems bleak. It seems like it's not going to work. We're d- we are done. And light breaks. Oh, it's it's excellent. It's excellent. That one, Samwise's speech, by all rights, we shouldn't even be here, but it's like those old stories, Mr. Frodo. Oh, that one's so good. And then when when Gandalf tells uh Frodo that it he said he says he talks about like don't be so quick to deal out death and judgment and he talks about like I wish the ring had never have come to me <laughs> it's so good it's excellent I wish the ring had never have come to me Whew. when you're walking through a dark time man <laughs> that's a nice spot that's a nice spot to land with Gandalf I think I watched Lord of the Rings when going through everything in 2020 and boy oh boy it was like a spiritual experience I needed it I needed it it was good it was very good my wife and I try to watch it about once a year so we're we're due for a rewatch we're due for a rewatch due date was always just a comedy to me until I lost my dad now it's a different movie yeah yeah. I tear up when I finish all my tacos. <laughs> Let this be the hour we draw swords together. Fell deeds wake, now for wrath, now for ruin, and the red dawn. Yeah, yeah. Does, and he says something there, doesn't he? Doesn't he say men of the west or something? Yeah, that one's good. Men of the west. <laughs> I like what's-his-face in that. Riders of Rohan, oaths you have taken. Oh, man. Those movies are so good. (laughs) He is excellent. He is excellent. I want to see him in more movies. All right. We got a premiere we got to head over to. 
listen if you enjoy this channel and you enjoy this content it is ridiculously helpful to me when you watch my premieres in the afternoon today I break down disguised toast the DMCA ban he talked about what happened it's probably going to shock you because I didn't see this one coming so do me a favor smash the like button on the video right now if you're still here and you can still hear me give me eight minutes of your time just that's all I need click the link in chat head over there watch that video I'll be over there in the chat thanks for a great day I'll see you over there and then I'll see you tomorrow for from Friday